Hello and welcome to the Ghoul Squad Podcast. Welcome to the Ghoul Squad Podcast, everybody. I'm Keegan Preslat. I'm Eric Hoff. And this is a horror podcast where two buddies in the middle of nowhere, somewhere in New Mexico. Get, get to- together. Get together, yes. Thank you for your help. Once a month, but apparently never. This podcast has taken a us more than a month a this time. time yeah. Yep, yep. But we're very excited about this episode, and tell us why, Eric. Why are we excited about this episode? We are ranking the films of our favorite maggot head, uh, the Friday the 13th series. Our favorite what head? Maggot head. Okay, just making sure. Uh, yes, very excited because Friday the 13th is one of the best film series ever, and we're going to rank all 12 of them yep, today, that including we are. Freddy vs. Jason. Yep. But before we get to all that, how are you doing, Eric? Anything new in the life of Easy? No, Eric no, the same goddamn thing. Just work, come home, eat, go to bed, do the same thing all over again. Kind of the reason it took me so long to uh, prepare for this podcast. Yeah, you didn't have any time during that to watch horror movies, right? Right. I turn on a movie, I'm going to sleep in 10 minutes. <laughs> All right, this is where you ask me how am I. No, I don't care. Okay. Well, <laughs> how are you doing, Keegan? I'm doing well. Uh, my brother moved out oh, shit. of where I live, so now I live with uh, a buddy I always mention on here, Wes. Hello, Wes. Mm-hmm. He's now my roommate, so that's new in my life. Not that anyone out there cares, so we will move on. But first, let's do some shout-outs. Let's do it. Number one, Candace Goad bought a t-shirt from us. Thank you. Which we're very excited about, so thank you so much for buying a shirt. Uh, we always like to shout out if you buy a shirt. So, if you do, let us know. Yeah, shout us out. Post a picture of yourself wearing it. Yes, that'd be awesome. Uh, but thank you, Candace. Thank you so much. She says she's an avid listener of ours, which is crazy because, like, I just feel like we're shouting into nothing. So correct. But we've been told before that we're not shouting into nothing by at the horror nerd Brian. Brian, and uh, he said he is still listening. So hello, Brian. Thank Yo. you so much for still listening. Hopefully this uh, episode was worth the wait. <laughs> right. Also, we've got just our regulars, uh, Hellmouth Kid, Josh Goes to Hell. I haven't heard from Hellmouth Kid in a minute. Hello, Hellmouth Kid. We love Hellmouth Kid. It's our guy from the UK. Yeah. But I don't know who he is, but I feel like I haven't seen posts from him or yes. anything like that. Hello, Hellmouth Kid. Yes. Shout out to you. Shout out to Josh Goes to Hell. As well as Chainsaw Massacre. Who I think, I think I'm going to make you proud, Josh Goes to Hell. I hate, with this episode. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre. This is a guy that we uh, is one of our listeners. We love him, but he yeah. called us out. He did. He called us out on Twitter and said we were slacking on the pod, and he was right. That's 100% right. He was but, right. But, you know, I wasn't just entirely fucking off, as I did. But you were fucking off. As I did rewatch all 12 films. It right. just took me a minute. But you know what? I'm ready. Happy to be recording right now. <laughs> right. Uh, Shane saw. Yes, we were slacking. So, But, uh, yeah, we were just getting ready for this episode, and we're very excited to be finally recording and i think our next episode should not take as long i think we're gonna get that one out within a month um, i don't even know what we're doing next episode but keep going it doesn't matter we'll just pick it we'll just pull it out of the hat our horror hats keep going okay <laughs> <laughs> so shane saw thank you for calling us out because we are recording just for you we love you buddy 
Uh, <laughs> um, so first thing we want to talk about, uh, we always do what we've been watching and yep. then we get into our topic, which as you know, is Friday the 13th. But for this episode, we're going to be talking about what we've been playing. Yes, because we're very excited to talk about the Friday the 13th video game. Finally that dropped. Came out. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that first, then we're going to do what we're watching, then the topic, but we want to just get into some Friday goodness. So right. Eric Coffins, Eric Hoffins, Eric Holder Hoff. What's your middle name? Cruz. Cruz. That's right. At Eric Cruz one three eight. Yes. What do you think so, of the Friday Thirteenth? So game? it dropped, and as we all know, it had its problems. Right. And I was like, Oh no! This was not forty dollars worth of a game. And I, and I told you I was very concerned when they remember that when the game was coming out. I'm like, I'm yes. worried. I hope it's good. And and so you know they promised they were going to rectify that. And so I was like, Cool. I'm gonna wait. But then people were still like tweeting about it and talking about it. And I was like, dang, I, I feel like I'm messing, missing out on, right. on the fun everybody's having. I feel like it's much more stable now from where it launched. And I absolutely love it. Uh, the funnest I've had with it so far was the other night when you, Dana, and I were playing it. Yes. And we were actually trying to like Coordinate work together. In some way, right. Yeah. Yes. And it's a blast. Much cooler though. To play as Jason. Oh, so much better. So much better. Um, anybody that knows me is knows how frustrated I am that I, I just want to be Jason. Right. Um, I love playing as the counselors. Uh, I have a blast, but uh, I just feel like, you know, I play like as a counselor like 15 times in a row. Right. And I'm like, am I ever going to be Jason? Uh, I was Jason today before I came over here. Uh, actually, not in the game, in real life. I, no, I'm just kidding. And it's so good. It's so like that feeling of satisfaction when you're finally Jason mm -hmm. and you just... Um, I play as a killing Jason. somebody, right? I play as a Jason that can run. So I just run out of the cabin and oh, just, I'm, I'm morph right away. Well, so do I, but what I'm saying is like, I, I morph straight to a place and just take off running and just kill as many counselors as I can. It's the best. It's a blast. It's mm -hmm. so good. You're right. It had all those issues at the beginning, but they're mostly worked out by now. We play on Xbox. Correct. Uh, maybe you should give out your gamer tag. What's your gamer tag? Uh, Eric Cruz, E-R-I-K-C-R-U-Z. Yes, and mine is Keegsta, K-E-E-G-S-T-A. Add us up, and we'll, I'd love to play with some people on uh, uh, Xbox. But uh, we play on Xbox, and uh, Xbox is the version of the game that has the most issues. Problems, right? Now, yeah. right. Um, so my game still crashes and stuff, and they, they're they still saying, like, oh, they're going to fix it. So I'm not even worried about that anymore. Um, it'll be fixed eventually, and you just have to deal with it because the game is so good. Yeah. Also, it was like a small development team, right? Yeah. It wasn't some AAA studio that put this out. Yeah, I contributed to the Kickstarter uh, last year, and I only paid twenty. That's ten. So the game is forty bucks. So I feel like I'm, I've vastly outplayed that twenty dollars. Sure. I mean, I've played so many matches of the game, and I feel like I'm getting good at it. The the double XP weekend uh, right. just ended. And that was probably the most motivation I've had uh, to play the game. Yep. And uh, I loved it. Yeah. It's so such good. a good time. Highlights are just running from Jason forever. Uh, that's like kind of what I specialize in. I picked the counselor that has the most stamina and speed. Right. So like I'll let him catch up to me and then just take, take off. off. And uh, yeah. I remember one time I had already died and I was watching you. Yeah. And I feel like you eluded him for like a good... <laughs> Five minutes of yeah. just like from cabin to cabin to cabin. He just couldn't catch you. Yeah, it's it's such a blast. But yeah, I mean, playing as Jason is... is uh, Yeah, I feel like whenever it's, the... It's worth every second when you finally get to play as Jason. I feel like when that uh, the intro is playing at the start of each yeah. match, I feel like we're both just like, I want to be Jason, I want to be Jason, yeah. I want to be Jason. And then neither of us are, and we're like, oh. So what Jason are you playing as in the game? Part three, 
And is there a reason for that? Or Well, I like that he can run. Yep. And I also like right now that I'm using the retro skin. Right, which they, just, they, just they gave us as an apology for like the issues. It's awesome. Right. It's so that, cool. The song that plays whenever retro yeah. Jason around is it's, around you, it's very, I get what it's going for, but it, it makes me think of It Follows. Yeah. It's a chip tune, I think. I love um, it. Right, like an eight beat bit. Yeah. Right. Keegan, what, uh, Jason, do you play as? I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I play as part two, Jason. Go ahead. Keep going. I play as part two, Jason. He can run. And uh, I love the way he looks. He's so menacing and so big. And uh, yeah, the only two that can run are part two, Jason, and part three. And uh, I, I've, I've already unlocked all the other Jasons. Well, I think not all of them, but a lot of them. And I'm not even looking back, dude. I'm playing as part two. Now, I, I was considering trying out part two, Jason. But the Jason I want most, and it isn't until you hit level 31. I'm only a 16, is uh, Jason Goes to Hell, Jason. <laughs> I want him so bad. Let me say this. He looks good. Yes. Uh, one, he can't run. Yes. And two, <laughs> I hate Jason Goes to Hell. I, I guess can't we'll, wait. I can't we'll, wait to unlock him. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that. Yes. But yeah. The Friday 13th game. We're Great openly endorsing it like we said you know obviously there's the issues especially on xbox but uh i don't know i feel like we're built to like be like fuck it whatever it's so good who cares i I almost feel like if i wasn't i mean that's what's great about the game is i genuinely love this character yeah and franchise and the fact that they made it fun yeah is what makes it even cooler but i feel like even if i wasn't into jason yeah it's still a cool fun game yeah that's the weird part for like i saw someone online being like oh look how disgusting he looks without his mask and i'm like uh yeah that's what he looks like without his mask exactly they're they're discovering it like it's something new right exactly it's it's bringing people who aren't maybe into the films um i told you the other day i I was reading an article about how to better use certain counselors certain jasons and uh the person who you taught me how to set traps as jason i used them today oh and they work um, you'll have to tell me cause I don't fucking remember. Um, <laughs> down on the D pad, down on the D pad. Yeah. They called Tommy the local hunter or something like that. Like they, they didn't know who Tommy was. Right. You know, this was just some, just some character they had never heard of. Yeah. And Tommy Jarvis to us is like, uh, best he's player. everything. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens at the game. Like where I want more DLC. Yeah. Content. And like, obviously they're going to do more Jason's and probably more counselors, but like, Man, if they could make us pay what tax, else could like, they do? Uh, another map. Oh, sure, just another map. I, I don't know what. Having said that, I don't know those three maps. I, yeah. I couldn't just tell you where something is. I can tell you where everything is on Packinac. I can tell you where nothing um, is, uh, which is the part two one. But it's it's so good. And I guess like to sort of wrap up the game part. Obviously, everybody out there knows, but the major thing about it is just being able to see Jason the way he's supposed to look and feel in the game is like, that's everything. So like, even as a counselor, like the first like 20 matches I played just standing in a cabin and looking out the window and seeing him walk by the window. Oh, yeah. Anytime he, I'm in a cabin dude, and he's breaking down the door and I'm just like, God damn. Yeah. Like it's funny. Cause it's like, you're supposed to be like, Oh crap. And I'm like, this is so tight. Like right. literally just him walking past the window. I'm like, that's J like it. Uh, the mocap is perfect. And like, I know Kane Hodder did a lot of the mocap. I don't, I think, do you know if he did it for the other Jasons? I assume. I do too. But it's perfect. And like, especially for me, part two and part three Jasons, uh, his stature, like the way his his shoulders are all high and he's just like lumbering towards. So cool. Yeah. That's the major thing is just seeing him realized. Right. Correctly. And like he is honestly like, uh, 
I'm kind of I'm kind of trailing, but I think the main thing I'm trying to get at is even though there's all the issues, they got Jason so perfectly right. Correct. Like that's better than anything we've ever gotten for like horror fans in a game. So and, yeah. And, and what's awesome is they even did their own Jason. How incredible is that? Uh, and it's it's really Jason. tight. Yeah. Yeah. That's I have yet to encounter him in a match. Uh, that's fucking awesome. He looks great. I wish they would license the game because I'd love to have a toy of Hell Jason. Yeah, he has a different um, theme song too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's pretty and crazy. He, and he like carries a trident, doesn't he? Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be like a pitchfork. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but uh, it's awesome. Um, yeah, I'd love yeah. to see more Jasons. I mean, having said that, like I just the point I was just making was it's so cool to see him realized as the real like the Jasons we know. Mm-hmm. So. Even though I'd like to see more, the screen accurate, like Baghead Jason, screen accurate part three Jason, and then of course the later Kane Hodder ones, it's just like, that's so good. I saw someone tweet that they would love a remake Jason, but only if Derek Mears. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be fucking great. I'd love that. Provided the um, mocap. And he can certainly run, so. Uh, that'd be sick. Uh, what about Roy? Let's get a Roy, duh. I, that, that'd be the fucking. With the blue mask? Yeah, the blue, the blue triangles. Dude. Yeah, 100%. That'd be the Jason I play with. He'd have, he could have the worst fucking stats. That would be and so I'd cool. Play. Uh, some people were suggesting that they should put in more characters from the movies, and I doubt that happens. Yeah. But, dude, if there was, like, Tina or Demon, I would only want to play as Demon forever. Demon. <laughs> yeah, I would love maybe, Demon yeah, so much. Yeah, maybe there'd be some type of enchilada power-up. Yeah. I don't know, but it'd be fucking incredible Here's the, if they did something like that. Let me just quickly say the problem with the other counselors uh, is putting like those from people the in. the films or just made yeah, up ones? the films is their, their likeness. Uh, likeness, right? Correct. So, like, you can't just license the film and sure. put Tina in it. You would have to go to that actress and ask, right. and ask, hey, like, and, and do a whole deal with her to put her in the game. Correct. So, I'm just saying that's that's the I issue mean, with that. It's fucking awesome that they did that with, with Tom Tommy. With Tommy, I know. Yeah. I, and I don't. I wonder how that's that so happened. crazy. Yeah, I'd love to see a making of this game. Okay, yeah, I saw another tweet. Okay, last one. Oh, where I guess he was at some horror convention recently. Maybe you saw this tweet too. And the guy tweeted, uh, "I saw Tom Matthews, and I wanted to tell him we need to find keys, a battery, <laughs> right. and gas." Right. I, it's funny because we didn't even talk about the mechanics of the game, which is like trying to get away. Right. Trying to uh, escape. Uh, you know. So if you're, I don't know, if you're not a Friday fan, this might have been annoying what, to you. What's, this what's whole a, episode will be very annoying to you. What's crazy is just how much, and you've already said that. You said like how much they've got Jason correct. Yeah. But just how much in general they've got. Yeah. The the universe. Pakanak Lodge. I mean, it's Correct. so good. And uh the whole you, the universe is 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 like perfect. Like the fact that he can warp, it seems very gamey, but when you think about like Jason just sort of comes around this corner and then he's around this corner, it's perfect. Like like I want to read just real quick. Go ahead. How to kill Jason and it's just so fucking cool oh, that yeah, this yeah. is ha- what they yeah. made for you to have to do in order it's, to do it. The, my only issue with that is it's almost impossible. Like, but I, it's such a cool. I know. I just I feel like they need to make the difficulty on that a little bit lower. Like you, it it, it requires everyone to try to kill him. Right. Uh, but go but go ahead. It's so right. good. One one female counselor has to find uh, Pamela's sweater. Yes. Put it on. You have to stun Jason mm-hmm. by uh, impersonating him, which I've done. Pamela. Right. Yeah. I saw that video. You did. Uh, you have to knock him down. And then Tommy has to come in with the final blow with the machete to the head. Like, that's fucking awesome, dude. Yes. That's so cool. Yeah, I guess I guess you beat him up a bunch and his mask falls oh, off. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you have to knock his mask off And first. then you beat him up a bunch more and he he uh, he falls down to his knees. 
and then Tommy comes in with a machete and slices his head. That's so cool. It's it's awesome. I I, I doubt I'll ever see that in the game. Like I think it's yeah, so the, difficult. The video I saw on YouTube, it was staged. Yeah, it was staged. like people put me too. trying together to make yeah. it happen. I saw the, the video the same way, but it's so awesome. It's such such a good game. And so again, you know, if you're not a Friday fan or you you don't play video games, obviously this is probably like kind of annoying, but uh, it's great. It's so good. And so if you do like Friday or if you do like video games and don't like try this game sure it's awesome it is 40 bucks which is kind of a lot but to us as the fans it's like it's perfect so agreed it's almost like they put fans first yeah it was like gameplay second fans first that's true all right so that is the fully ghoul squad endorsed uh, four ghoul squad thumbs up yes that is the friday 13th video game yeah we both love it a lot yeah um from there we're gonna do uh what we've been watching section and i think let's just uh let's start with something that came out a long time ago um so we're kind of we probably will do this one pretty quick but alien covenant yes so we saw this a while ago we said we'd talk about it it's almost Um, it's well over a month old yeah so my bad what do you think of alien covenant i liked it a lot i went to it i went to it once slept through the whole thing i was like man i gotta watch this movie Went back again, stayed awake. I'm so happy that it's a Prometheus sequel yes. because yeah. that's what I want. They write off some of those characters, but I'm so happy it's a continuation of Prometheus. Yeah, I couldn't believe. I don't think we'll spoil the movie at all by saying that it feels more like a Prometheus sequel. Um, but I couldn't believe how sort of balls deep Ridley Scott went. And like, he like it's called Alien Covenant. So he knows he's going to get like a lot of Alien fans and people that just like have heard of Alien or whatever, just because sure. the name. And then they're going to go see this, like, incredibly obscure, like, direct sequel to Prometheus that almost doesn't make sense unless you really like Prometheus, which me and Eric love Prometheus. So it was perfect for us, but boy, I can't imagine people liking it if they don't like Prometheus. My older brother went and watched it, and he was telling me how much he liked it, and I was telling him about Prometheus. Yeah. And he told me that he didn't realize that it was a sequel. Oh, wow. And he thought it played fine, not having any prior knowledge of what was going on i guess the opening scene whenever uh david is talking to wayland i guess that was enough setup for him wow yeah yeah that's that's mind-blowing because like that's why i loved it so much was it was so specifically a prometheus sequel correct and i'm a huge fan of prometheus like it's it's one of my favorite movies of the last five ten years and i know everybody hates it and there's a lot of shit talked about it and that's fine but I'm just saying here that I love Prometheus. So for it to be a sequel, I really liked it. There are things about Covenant I didn't love, but overall I love the movie. I don't know if I'd go as far as say I'm a huge Prometheus fan, but I definitely like oh, it a lot. Definitely a and huge And if I had Prometheus to pick fan. between the two, I'm going Covenant. No, I'm going Prometheus. I'm going Covenant. I think Prometheus is a much more expensive looking... Sure. Um, it's like an Odyssey like epic. Mm-hmm. And Alien is kind of a blend of both. Correct, and I feel like it doesn't cur- like perfectly fall into either of the categories. I I'm not shit talking. I loved Covenant, but Prometheus is like, even though it's like a lot of ambiguous bullshit, which I totally understand. It so totally went for fuck it. It's 2001: A Space Odyssey. I I truly, and I love that. I truly appreciate that both of them turn into like goopy monster films. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Super, super disappointed not to see Numi Rapasa's character from Prometheus Shaw. in this. Shaw. Um, well, I hope that's not a spoiler. I'll just say she's, she's not. She's in it. Okay. Just she's, not but she's not a main character in the film. Right. And that sucks because the ending of Prometheus is so specifically like, oh, wait till you see what's next. And then this movie was kind of like, well, fuck you. It doesn't right. even matter. Covenant jumps 20 years yeah. forward. Yeah. So uh, 
having said all that, uh, just seeing Xenomorphs in action again, uh, I think it's one Xenomorph, but just seeing him in action again is awesome. I was a little taken aback by the amount of CG by the Xenomorph, but um, I thought it was good enough and loved it. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. I, I is, want. Does that got a blue release date yet? I think it's September. I've got the Steelbook ordered, and it's coming out in 4K, uh, so I'm excited to rewatch it as Definitely. well. I'm just, it'll, it'll make my top list. Oh, yeah. For sure of this year. Yeah, I'm really surprised. I know I've kind of already mentioned this. I'm just surprised Ridley Scott went so deep into, like, this mythology bullshit. But would you agree that he recanted a tad? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what and I'm who's saying. who's to blame? Him or assholes who didn't like Prometheus? Right. I'm going to blame assholes who didn't like Prometheus. And, and I want to be clear. I loved Covenant and I love Prometheus even more. I'm just saying. I'm just who's surprised. to blame? I'm surprised. Uh, Damon Lindelof. No, John's Fates is to blame. These are deep cuts if you know Prometheus drama. Um, so, yeah. Alien Covenant. Yeah. I, we, we talked longer than I thought we would on that. So, that's cool. Uh, I wh- guess it's item number two on the dock. That is... Goal Squad approved. <laughs> yes, that is Goal Squad approved. Let's okay because we've we've lovingly glowingly talked let's, about. Let's talk about one we hate. Right, we've glowingly talked about two things already. Let's yes. talk about something we don't like, which was the Mummy. Ooh, this one was. I wanted to like it so much. Me too. Even uh, when everybody was uh, saying it was bad, uh, I was still like, nope. I'm gonna go in. And I'm gonna like this movie. I wanted to come out and champion it. I wanted to be here on this episode and be like, the Mummy was great. But it's not. It's real bad. Yeah, and like me and Eric saw it together. We did, and we were literally. I can see. The, I f- I remember the moment so clear when we were walking in, towards the doors, and I said to you, like, "What if we like this? Like, because everybody be hates it." And no, right. I know. And I was like, "How? That's cool. what I wanted." We, me, and you were both like, "I really want to like this." And I honestly, when I walked in, I was ready. I was like, "Cool, it's gonna be tight." And then the first thirty minutes went by, and I was like, "Oh, this is okay." Right. I remember feeling it. And then it just evolved into a complete piece of shit I could not give a fuck about. Fuck this movie. Fuck the mummy. What uh, what upset me uh, was like, so there was those scenes in the trailer where it's like action, shit just popping off. Mm-hmm. And then in the film, it was like, it would cut to that. Like they were in the action. Yeah. And it was like, wait, how did they get in this situation? I remember that was like the first turn off. Yeah. And then just as it progressed, it was like, ah, well, it just felt very like by the end of the film, I felt like everything that was happening in this mummy was completely pointless. I'm- like I just didn't care about anything that, and, and it felt very like I was telling you about transformers before we started recording. It just felt very like this happened and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened and Oh, it's over instead of like a plot and story and characters. Right. It was literally just like beat, 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 beat movie over and i was like wow i don't care about this at all i i will say there was one scene uh that i did like okay uh it is uh tom cruise's partner the guy from help me out jake johnson yes jake johnson uh somehow he like dies just like laying next to the sarcophagus right doesn't make any sense right and so it kind of like rips off american werewolf london in a bit where it's the dead best friend is now antagonizing Mm -hmm. uh the main uh, character but whenever he comes back in his undead zombie form tom cruise is shooting him and it's kind of like a jokey like funny bit like ah i'm gonna keep shooting you because i'm scared i don't know what to do yeah i enjoyed that part that was silly. yeah I that mean, was fun there were moments in the movie that i enjoyed like when it when it felt like tom cruise was trying to make like an indiana jones film at the beginning when he's like running with the ak-47 jumping over buildings and right. like i 
I can't remember. There's somewhere in the Middle East, maybe Iraq or Afghanistan. I don't remember. Mm, um, I don't remember either. But it was super like, I was like, oh, this is Mesopotamia. Cool. Yeah. It was like energetic and cool. And then just devolved into like bullshit, like exposition about the universe and like just trash. Oh, and, and, and like the mummy's like origin tell about how she was just like going to kill the yeah. father and the new, and she yeah. was like naked doing it. And I was like, all right. <laughs> maybe, maybe this will be tight yeah like nah. and all that was at the beginning like i said like all that stuff was fine like right. if, i was like oh, okay this can be fun like even if it's not good this could be a, a blast correct and it just quickly you know especially when the i don't think it's fair to say the dr jekyll mr hyde character appears i was done i was done i was kind of on board with their fight like whenever he you know, yeah. whenever he transforms into mr hyde I, I don't know what russell crowe's doing like he looks like he's bloated like i don't and, know what well, i think that's russell crowe in general well but if you remember to get like in and out of his office you have to like he has to put his hand on that yeah. scanner well in the fight tom cruise grabs his hand puts it on the scanner hoping to escape but since he's already transformed into mr hyde right, it doesn't read he doesn't let him out and i thought that that was fun yeah that's a moment so there was so there was there were some moments movie. but overall not a good movie. The one th- one good thing about it is it is short. Uh, Felt like forever to me, duh. Well, it was shorter than I just saw Transformers uh, the last night. Transformers it was like two five. hours and 45 minutes. It was two hours and 30 minutes, and it Yikes. was the longest two hours and 30 minutes of my life. Please do not see that movie. It's terrible. And uh, I'm going to go off topic real quick. Well, let's go off topic. I said I was afraid of Dunkirk being long, and it's not even two hours. I'm still, I cannot wait. I, I'm more excited yes. now. Yes, when I heard. Thank God. I heard the runtime. I, I literally like. You know, you have that moment when you hear movie news, when you're a, a, a movie nerd like me, like a loser. You just made a uh, nerd period. I heard it was under two hours, and I was like, oh, I kind of like sat back. I was like, ooh, <laughs> this is going to be good. Oh. Yeah, I'm very excited about Dunkirk. Yeah. Um, not horror related. No. So, nope. Mummy sucks, and that's unfortunate because we sucks. really want that. Uh, I want pre- that universe to work. I just want Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, God. I don't too. care about anything else. Oh, so, that. so that was another fun bit. Sure. There's that scene where they're walking through Dr. Jekyll's office, yeah. and he's got all those artifacts from various monsters, and you see the mummy's yes. claw. Yes. His skeleton, I guess. You said the mummy. You meant... You know what I meant. The creature. Creature. Yeah. Uh, you know I, what I meant. I God just rewatched with my new roommate, Wes. Hello, Wes. I uh, just rewatched Monster Squad. Yeah. And it's it's so crazy how, like, that movie, how much better it is in this, like, hundred million dollar mummy movie that they made with Tom Cruise is like monster yeah, squad is only in it for a minute too. monster squad is like miles and miles and miles better than this piece of crap. So please don't see the mummy or just rewatch the monster yeah. squad. Yeah. Rewatch monster squad. So that's the mummy. That is the mummy. We got another one. We both seen it and comes it, at night. It comes at night. And I'm upset with everybody not calling it a horror film. Yeah. I don't understand what happened there. I, I, I left and never thought it wasn't a horror movie. And I thought it was tense as hell. Yeah, me too. The first thing that, I, okay, it comes and I is this movie that just came out from A24. Correct. Me and Eric are big fans of A24. Yes. Um, you know, they did The Witch, Swiss Army Man. The Green Room. Green Room. They're very good. Almost everything I've done is good. And uh was very excited to see this. And the first thoughts that I had during It Comes at Night were, oh, this is the Last of Us movie. Like it felt extremely right. Last of Us, which is the video game on I hope this isn't a spoiler, but I wanted it to evolve into a creature film, and it doesn't. Right. Yeah, and honestly... And it's fine, though. It's the type of movie where I feel like a second watch is going to be even better because you know what's going to happen. Instead of instead of hoping that they're going to go off into some, you know, really post-apocalyptic town or something, like 
Because there's moments at the beginning where I'm like, oh, is this going to open up? Is this going to be a bigger movie? But I think that's what was tight. It was no, a me too, stated me too. intimate film of just two families. Me too. But what I meant by I feel like a second watch will help is now I don't even have to worry about that. I know it's just right. here. It's just at this house. It's this small. And I just thought it was incredibly tense. Uh, there's several like extremely memorable moments. Like Agreed. There's this moment where... He goes, uh, Joel Edgerton's character goes in a truck and goes off to pick up, uh, this guy's uh, family, family. And what a great, like swooping shot that yeah. was like after the truck takes off and like the camera's like following him. Yeah. That was great. And, and then like they get shot at and it's this, I don't, we know, don't know who the fuck these I people had are. never, I'm not sure if I've seen a scene shot and directed that way before where it was literally just boom. And like, he's like trying to react to being shot at and the guy's gone uh, the guy in the back of the truck is gone, his right. supposed friend. And like, he's just looking around and like, it's, it's like a good, like, I feel like four minutes before you even have a handle on the situation yourself, right? Yeah, yourself, the viewer. And I've never seen it shot that way where it was literally just like this bullet goes off and you just have no idea what's happening. Right. Uh, I found that fascinating, and incredibly well-directed. Uh, you tell me more about what you thought. Well, I guess you kind of hit the nail on the head already. The, the right. tenseness, um, there are several situations in the film, specifically towards uh, the latter part of the film, where it was like, oh, God, like it's reached its boiling point. And I was just completely on board uh, with it. Totally uh, filled me with the tenseness it was trying to deliver. Same here. I mean, I guess we can just sort of talk about the reaction to the movie because me and you both really liked it. Mm-hmm. And when I left, I kind of didn't, I don't know. I thought, I honestly thought, Regular people aren't going to like this, but almost all horror fans are going to like this. And then I got home and read about it, and it's like even some horror fans aren't liking this movie, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of remarkable just because, I don't know, I feel like it's a movie made for us, and it's it's something new. We haven't seen a movie made this way before. It it does feel a tad underwhelming to me. Sure, especially with the name being It Comes at Night right. and the trailers. But but. For what it is, it is great. And I think you're you're correct with a second viewing will make it better because yeah. now I do know what it is. Yeah, I just thought what it to was expect. You know how it is. When you've seen so much, it, it's really hard for you to see we, find anything new. We we And I seen, felt like this was something new. We've seen this premise uh expanded upon. Right. And so for it to be stripped down yeah. and a little bit more intimate, it was kind of like this is good, but maybe not quite as what I'm used to. Yeah, and I think the the whole horror thing, I found one of the moments towards the end of the movie, which I'll just sort of recap so it's not a spoiler, is there's this there's this device of uh this plot storytelling device in the film of this door. And like right. the door there's these it's two their front door, right? That they always keep it's locked. It's the one door to the house and it has to be locked and shut at all times at night. And I just found it so, so creepy when the kid goes down there and the door's open. I, I just found something is in there. Yes. Won't say what that is. But I'm just saying the idea because that he well established the rules of this door. Right. That it's it it would never be open at night. It should never be open at night. And now it is. And then he goes down there and the door's open. Like it it gives me the chills thinking about it. Um it you know, again, in the context of the film it makes more sense, but it just I found that very scary. I thought that was scary. That, you know, you don't know what's ha- why is that door open? How could it be open? Who's in there? What's beyond it? And so I just found it tense and scary. I thought there were scary moments in the film. And there's some good dream sequences. And one thing I do want to mention that I wanted to ask you about was the aspect ratio changes. Did you notice this? I did not notice that. So 
I initially thought so. Okay, what I'm what I'm talking about is uh, the movie is, if I remember correctly, shot two three five or one eight five, an aspect ratio, and throughout the film there are sequences where the aspect ratio shrinks, so the top and bottom of the film get smaller, mm-hmm. and so there's black bars, which is what most people would call it. I thought it was to illustrate that when the kid was dreaming, mm. and then at the end of the film it happens uh, when real things are happening. Uh, so I think what it was was every time the frame shrinks, it's uh, uh, it's tension, moments of tension. And I believe the idea behind the filmmaking part of this would be to slowly make it more tense that you that that there's claustrophobic. L- claustrophobic. There's less you can see less. It's just not only are, is the film what's happening in the film tense, you're tense, but even the frame is getting more tense. Right. So I thought that was incredibly cool. That's a filmmaking thing, uh kind of sort of separate from the actual film, but I just found it fascinating. I'm a big aspect ratio nerd and I just I noticed it. I was like, whoa, 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 the, he's changing aspect ratios. And I asked Wes, I'm like, did you notice this? And he he's like, oh yeah, there it is. So anyways it comes at night. Dug it. Dig it. I feel like I went off on a tangent, but you know, we both like it comes at night. Correct. So what's some other shit you've been watching, Doug? Some other shit I've been watching? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want me to go or you want to go? Doesn't matter, Doug. You go. Okay. Uh, so I watched, uh, I mentioned on the last episode that I, I had gotten the Wishmaster set. Mm-hmm. I just want to do this one quickly. The I, first one is fantastic. I watched Wishmaster 1 and 2, and I thought Wishmaster was good. Not as great as I felt like I wanted it to be. I thought it was good. Wishmaster is this movie about the djinn, and it's kind of like a genie movie with like... Evil genie. Right, exactly. Evil genie where you make wishes and stuff. What's, what's the phrase? Make your wishes, sir. What's he say? No, I'm freaking I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a campy blast, and there's a bunch of like uh, appearances from people in the film, like Kane Hodder. Uh, Robert so England. I really liked the first Wishmaster. The second Wishmaster, it started and I hated it. Mm-hmm. But actually, by the time the film ended, I actually thought Wishmaster 2 was pretty good. How great is the fucking yourself scene? Yeah, that's good stuff. Wish- I've been wanting to talk about that so long with you. Wishmaster 2 is is uh, much better than... Remember when I texted you, I was like, ooh, this is really bad. Right. Um, as the film uh, was coming to the end, I was like, oh, actually, this was better than I thought. So, uh, yeah, I've only seen the first two. I'm going to watch uh, two and... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to watch three and four eventually. Three is rough. But I dug four. But that's uh, Jin goes to college, right? Three is Jin goes to college. So I want to watch that one. But she's going to college. Yeah, Didn't we're like going it. on a fall break. I just want to throw that one out there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Wishmaster set. I just wanted to mention it on here. Uh, it's pretty good. It's the Vestron Wishmaster collection. I'm happy to have one on blue. Let me just say this. Real and the quick, sequels. Though. Cool to have them, but who gives a fuck? Let me just say this. Both of them look bad on this Vestron set. Do you feel like that's just Vestron? Yeah, I do. That's why I wanted to say. I think Vestron Blu-rays kind of look terrible, and I'm shocked by that. Like, everyone else is doing a good job at trying to make the films look good. (laughs) Like, you don't have to scan it in 2K, but at least, like, they just look, they look like shit. I'm happy Vestron is doing what they're doing. Me too, and I I don't want to discourage them. I want them to continue. Slaughter High. We need Slaughter High. But of all the, like, big names that are doing this right now. Yeah, I totally agree. They're on the bottom of my list. Totally agree. I mean, I started with this Vestron line like as hyped as I possibly could be. And slowly but surely, not only are some of the films bad, um, which we're used to as horror fans, but like they look like shit too. Like, come on. So, I mean, when Arrow's out there putting out Chud and it looks like fucking pristine, how the hell is like 
like even Chopping Mall doesn't even look that good. And Chopping Mall is like a classic in the genre. So I'm not, I don't know what the hell Vestron's doing. However, I want them to continue because we need yes. that Slaughter High Blu-ray. How great is their opening logo? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, and it, it's people, very people triumphant. Out there that, yeah, I'm not. I'm glad they're doing these. I have Correct. ten of these releases, I believe. I'm just surprised that of the quality of the prints. They look very bad. Right. So, Eric, what is something? Keep you it been, up. What is something you've been watching? Okay. Uh, I barely saw this for the first time. This is from Scream Factory. Serial Mom. Yes. This is the John Waters, uh, Kathleen Turner film, where she is a white suburban mother. Family seems perfect, but in fact, she's a fucking nut. A what? Nut. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course, nobody believes that it could possibly uh, be her. And I loved it. I wouldn't call it a horror film, but I love that there are so many references. They they constantly talk about uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis. Mm, it's kind of a bit of a bit of a slasher how she goes yeah, to kill I mean, people. It is violent. Who uh, I wouldn't say it's bloody, but it's a violent film. Right. Uh, who wrong uh, her family? Uh, my, or they just forget to wear a seatbelt. Right. My favorite scene in the film is when she's prank phone calling uh, her neighbors. She's posing as the telephone company. And she's asking the lady who she's been prank phone calling if she can repeat the words that her crank caller uh, were saying. And it's a a side-by-side shot where you see Kathleen Turner's character and uh, this other character. And just how, like, giddy of, like, anticipation that she has to say waiting for the other character to say the bad words that she was just saying. Which is is just so funny. Pussy willows. It's just so funny. She wants her to say... Pussy willows. Right. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing in the world. I, and what I, does she tell her? Uh, watch your mouth, you fucking whore. Yes. <laughs> uh, it is such a good movie. I love Serial Mom. I've talked about it a lot on the podcast. Eager so. to revisit. Yeah, it's awesome, man. It's it, great. Uh, I really like... Um, I love John Waters. Yeah, John Waters is tight. Uh, I really like... Matthew Lillard? Yes. I love Matthew Lillard in the film. He's basically playing the... Randy uh, character. Randy character from Scream. Uh, and it's awesome. But Serial Mom was... Not that we're comparing Serial Mom and Scream, but Serial Mom was 93? Yes. So that's tight. Uh, Scream is better than Serial Mom. Sure. But uh, Serial Mom's a blast. I mean, you know, I can't recommend the, the new Blu-ray. Is this Blue. the cocksucker residence? The new Blu-ray. I was enough. It's awesome. Sam Watterson's a blast in the movie. I uh, was dying. Yeah, it's good, dude. It's really good. Yeah. So happy to have finally seen it. I'd never seen it before until this uh, Blue. Yeah, I love it. Good, good stuff. Uh, another one I got is another Scream Factory release. Uh, one I had also never seen before, Body Bags, yes. which is the John Carpenter uh, anthology film. But how uh, did you see it? This is what was kind of cool about it. Uh, there's a little brewery here in Carlsbad, New Mexico. And uh, not planned well at all, a dude that works there, they've got a projector there. And we watched it there. The guy that was showing it uh, made our logo. Right. Yes. Uh, Jamie Lucas. Jameson Lucas. Jameson he goes Lucas. by Jameson. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, hello, Jamie. Hello, Jameson. Um, Thank you. What was funny was I'm pretty sure you and logo. I were the only ones who were actually paying attention yes. to the film. Uh, there was a fair-sized group of kids that were like drinking and talking, but I feel like it was loud enough that it wasn't bothering me, and I was just having a good time. Yeah, I was I had awesome, a few man. drinks. I was having a good time. Watch your body bags. Easy was killing some cider. I was having a good time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Body Bags is awesome. Uh, that was a great event. We really we hoped it. Uh, it's, it's Milton's Brewing in Carlsbad. Um if you're in Carlsbad and you can go to it, you already know about it. And you're also probably friends of ours. So hello everybody. But, uh, yeah, Milton's brewing. We love them. Go ahead. Next horror film. They show if they do, I'm there. Yeah. It was it, awesome. It was so awesome to see a John Carpenter film that I had never seen before. Yeah. I'm going to call it a bar at a bar with strangers just talking as I was trying to watch it. Loved it. Had, Major a, had yeah. a good time. Had a great time. The film itself. 
Eh, but I love oh, it. Body Bags is great. Yeah. Eh, body yeah, Bags is great. I love John Carpenter as like the Crypt Keeper yes. host. That was great. But yeah, the film the itself. The first segment is so good. With I the, just remember the hair one. What was the other one? Uh, it was the eye. Yeah. Baseball player. Yeah. He was uh, Mark Hamill. Uh, body Bags is great. Uh, also, funny collector note about what this, this event we went to. Jamie, our buddy, uh, he had... You just called him Jamie. Yes, I know. It's, it's a joke now. It's a bit. It's a bit. Uh, <laughs> Jamie was trying to get it set up, and he, he brought body bags, the Scream Factory release, with the slipcover on it. Correct. And like all the other people trying she to set stole it up it are like, just like throwing it around like it's a fucking DVD. Like, who gives a shit? Like, we're just trying to play this movie. I'm not saying Jamie didn't care. I'm just saying like the other people there like didn't give a shit and i'm like can i have your slip cover nah didn't we end up having to watch the dvd because like the blue <laughs> we did didn't work or something? we did but uh the joke i'm making is give me that goddamn slip cover Correct. jamie okay Correct. uh great had a fun time uh also so just thanks jamie and milton's brewing for doing that that was Do it awesome. again we loved it ghoul squad approved yeah the, the whole ghoul squad was there but the whole the whole ghoul squad was there and we'd like to plan the next uh, film. Maybe we can do a co-partnership and no one will come to it. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. So uh, thank you, Milton's Brewing. All right. So I said on the last episode I would talk about the Phantasm box set. I rewatched one and then I uh, went on to two, three, four, and five. These were the first times I'd seen them. I had never been a Phantasm fan before. And I think I'll He'd just- never been a Phantasm fan before okay so uh i had never seen these films before and you know obviously i've spoke about the first movie on the podcast before i think it's like a a national treasure i think it's like one of the coolest best movies ever made the first phantasm is fucking incredible now that you have an appreciation for phantasm i think you should go back and watch bubba hotep okay go yeah i like bubba hotep i didn't but i remember you weren't like yeah exactly so uh, the first film I think is a national treasure. And then the second film I actually didn't like that much. And I got pretty concerned. And I think the reason I didn't like it was the guy that plays Mike. Mike was recast. Correct. And so I thought Phantasm 2 was cool. You know, it was more expensive, made by Universal. But I didn't love to. The final climax, the final fight. Yeah. All that stuff is great. I think it's like the stuff that happens in the film was good, but I didn't connect to it as much. And mm-hmm. I got concerned. I was like, ooh, maybe I'm not going to like these. But that all turned around when I saw a movie Three. apparently Phantasm fans don't like. It's my least favorite of the series. I would say it's my second favorite of the series. I thought Phantasm 3, like, it completely reinvigorated me. I was like, oh, shit, like, this is sick. I hope the rest are this good. Right. And, you know, I love, it has great characters. I like the little kid in Phantasm 3. I thought he was cool. But you know me, I'm a Spielberg guy. I like the, like, kid elements of films. So I really liked the kid, uh, I can't remember her name. What's the great like great character in the film? That's I know you're talking about. I can't like visualize her, but I can't think of that. She's awesome. Name. It's so cool. I loved Phantasm three, and then Phantasm four, Oblivion. I thought was more like the first film, right? And I really, really, really liked it. But honestly, I just thought three was a fucking blast. Mm-hmm. So I like three more, but that's not to say like I understand four is more phantasmy. Like it felt very serious, very sort of self-serious about this like invasion of these of the tall man and stuff i thought it was awesome four is sick and then i got concerned because you told me that you didn't think i was gonna like five right and i loved five i I love that was a blast five Um, five is my second favorite of the series it's obviously (laughs) i was gonna say not well made but that's that's not generous um it's 
it's very rough. It's a rough film. It's shot on on um, it's shot digitally, and maybe so it, it kind of looks like shit. And maybe it gets away because we like those characters. Yes, yes. So, uh, you know, what I can say about five positively is just like they dealt those characters right. They they perfectly sort of made a great ending to the series, at mm-hmm. least as far as we can see. And I I thought it was awesome. I loved it. I I'm loved, glad you liked it. I was worried I, I loved you weren't going to like it. Well, I fell in love with those characters, just like you were telling me you did. Right. And I just really like, you, you know, I remember on our podcast, you said, I just like Mike and Jody right. and uh, Reggie. Reggie. And that's how I feel. Really just Reggie and Mike. I mean, I like Jody, but Reggie and Mike are just the dudes. Like, okay. Yeah, no, I'm all about fucking Michael Baldwin. Sure. And uh, a Michael Baldwin. Sorry. But anyways, so. Sorry if you don't know what the fuck Phantasm is, but Phantasm is a great yes. horror film, is what it is. The first franchise. One, if you're out there and haven't seen it, just watch Phantasm 1. Fuck. Hey, you were once in Keegan's position, and now Keegan's a fan. <clears throat> is, that, is that box set? It's out. It's yeah. done for. As far as I know, but I think they're going to do them individually. But mm. I'm just saying, like, even even being concerned, like, I, I, did, I went into it like, fuck, man, I really hope I like these, and they, I did. They're awesome. So, you, Phantasm's fucking sick. You think of mainstream horror icons, I've said this before, Jason, Mike, Freddy, the tall man. Yeah. Jeremiah Morningside, he deserves to be there. Tell me your line. You think you, blah, 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 you come to us. What is it? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, when he says that, like, when you die, you think oh. you go to heaven, you come to us. God, such a fire-ass yeah. line. Yes, from two. Yeah, it's a, it's a great series. And I guess I'm just saying, if you're out there and haven't watched it and you're like me, you know, I want to give that perspective, uh, take these out because you'll go on a great ride. But Or at least the first one. You, especially the first one. If you like characters, these films are, like, lovingly about these characters, like, almost to a fault. But if you're a fan of them, you're going to love them. Excellent shit. So... <laughs> Excellent shit. Uh, yeah, Phantasm Box that was awesome. Uh, Josh Goes to Hell wanted to hear about that. So, hello, Josh. Yo. And uh, what else? What I've else got, we got? I've got one more. One more, and I've got one more. So, you go. Right. This is one I've been wanting to watch for a minute. Finally got around to it. Shadow of the Vampire. Have you heard of this? this is with John, I've heard of it. This is with John Malkovich and William Defoe. This is about the making. Willem Defoe. What did I say? You said William. Willem. Willem. Willem Will Defoe. Defoe. This is about the making of Nosferatu. Oh, okay, yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, uh, Malkovich plays the director. I'm not going to pronounce his. Uh, is this a narrative film? Right, it's not a doc. No, correct. This narrative. Is a, yeah, right. Uh, Malkovich plays F. W. Morneau. Morneau, however you pronounce his last name, and Defoe plays Max uh, Shrek, the man who played Count Orlock in Nosferatu. But the idea is. Is he actually a vampire? Is he not just uh, a filmer? So, what, how did you watch this? I just got the DVD from Netflix. That's awesome. That idea sounds so fucking cool, and I guess that's like a legit legend surrounding Nosferatu. Oh, okay. I guess because that guy had never done any films before. Peter, uh, uh, he was a uh, stage actor. Okay, but because he had never done any films before, that he's kind of mysterious. That, that fun idea uh, developed. And it's about the problems that the production runs into because this dude may be taking out the crew because he's a goddamn vampire. It's kind of not as cool. You as just I, made it sound really as cool. I wanted <laughs> it to be, but I dug it. It was definitely. I'm happy to have finally seen it because it was on my watch list right. uh, for a minute. It's cool. It was, I, I love that idea of it's about the making of a horror film, and it is itself 
a horror film. Right. So it was neat. That premise, I mean, you just sold it to me. I really want to see it, but I mean, the fact that you didn't love it kind of concerns me. And like, now I feel like it, I shouldn't it's see cool, it. It's cool, but. And that was, what's the title of that? Shadow. Shadow. Of the vampire. Okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Klaus Kaczynski. Klaus Kinski. Kaczynski. I'm not going to get any of these fucking names. Klaus Kinski. Uh, he's got one, right? That's like a Nosferatu film? Something like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like Werner Herzog uh, did it? Yeah, Herzog. Uh, yeah. We're yeah, fucking I don't up, know. What yes. the, I don't know what that's about. Well, that, <laughs> I, th- I think cool. I don't think they're other than like the idea of they're somehow connected to Nosferatu. Yeah, uh, I don't know anything else about them. But yeah, just watch what we do in the shadows. Shadow of the For- Vampire was tight, but wasn't as cool as I was hoping. I would say watch it. Just leave me to do my dark bidding on the internet. Yes, I, I love like that style that. That Mr. Barlow, long fingernails, yes, yes, bald yeah. vampire Fuck aesthetic. Yeah. Looks great. Salem's Lot type shit. Yep. Peter. Mr. Barlow. <laughs> okay. I was going to keep going, but I'm not, so just go. You okay. go. All right. So I've got one more thing. <laughs> uh, we forgot to mention, we we think this episode is going to be very long, and that's we're happy about it because we, you know, we took forever. We're so. about to hit an hour. Yes. We're trying to give you a long episode. We're not even into the goddamn topic yet. Settle in, folks. And we're going to talk about 12 films. Do you remember when you said gather around children? Like the first or second episode of this pod? Gather around, children. I do. All right. I've got one more thing for what we've been watching. And then we're going to get to Mr. Coffin's Terror Tunes. But first, I want to talk about Twin Peaks, uh, the return on Showtime. Wake me up when he's done, guys. So... I'm going to make this one quick because it's impossible to talk about unless you fucking know what the hell Twin Peaks is. Um, Because I was so excited to come into this return and when they announced the whole cast was back and everything. And guess what David Lynch is doing? He's being David Lynch. Not fucking giving you the characters the way you wanted them uh, back, which is cool. He's being David Lynch and subverting your shit. And I think it's awesome. I really like the return, but man, it's frustrating. Like it is. That's interesting to hear you say that because I just see people jizzing about see, it. Right. Right. And I want to be Twitter. careful of that. Cause I don't want people to think I'm saying it's bad. I like it. I'm along for the ride. If you're out there and know who the fuck Dougie is, uh, I'm not going to say who that is, but I like Dougie. This is a, it's a blast. I'm enjoying this return, but damn like we wanted to see these characters in twin peaks at the double r and at the fucking roadhouse and 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 at the sheriff's station and just solving a murder or something and you know in classic david lynch fashion he's not fucking doing that so i think it's all going to come together eventually i think he's leading to that he's starting with like oh you wanted this i'm not giving you that again i'm being vague because it won't make sense if i tell you what the hell the show is about but yeah so i like the return uh, I'm really liking this new Twin Peaks, but boy, I'd like to see some of the characters I like. <laughs> Act like. Uh, yeah. Or, or fuck the, yeah. So the, I mean, hell, some of the actors are there, but they're not playing the, the same character the way they were. I mean, look guys, I like Dougie, but I want my fucking agent Cooper. Having said that, I really like this Twin Peaks reboot. Um, I think, the way I'll, I'll end here, and maybe I'll update you when, when the series ends, uh, we're on episode eight, and I believe there's 17 or 18 episodes. Uh, I really hope this leads to something, because that's what this feels like. Hey, sit back. We're going to go on this ride, and it's all going to make sense. Uh, I hope that's the case, and I will update you some other time when it's over. So, Twin Peaks. Let me just say this. If you haven't seen the original Twin Peaks 
from the early 90s, 90s, please take that out. It's so fucking good. Twin Peaks is amazing. As well as Firewalk With Me, which is a very sexual film Pretty by cool David film. Lynch. Very, a lot of, lot, of, uh, a lot of drugs and sex in that one. But, and Ray Wise, by the way, who I've met. But enough about me. I think it's time to get to Mr. Eric Coffin's Terror Tunes. Is it? Is it time? I guess it's time. All right, let's hear. Oh, let's describe it. What the hell is this? Oh, so I'm a big fan of the horror punk genre. Yes. Which is an incredibly uh, cheesy genre of music. These are dudes who dress up in, uh, let's call them Halloween costumes, and they sing about horror movies and the devil. And I think it's the greatest shit in the world. I thought it was the greatest <laughs> shit in the world when I was in the eighth grade. And I think it's the greatest shit in the world in my late twenties. And hey, with this, that being said, and this is a horror podcast. So let's talk about horror punk. And this is the second installment of Eric Coffin's Terror Tunes. Thanks to Josh Goes to Hell for that title. Also, Eric used to be in one of these bands. He he had a band called I, the, Prom Night Girls. The, the song you hear at uh, the start and end of our podcast. Right, our theme song. Right. Uh, it was from a little band I was in in high school called Prom Night Girls, which so was Eric, Carlsbad's first and only <laughs> horror punk band. Yes. All right. So the band I want to talk about today, appropriately, are the Jasons. Formed in 2013 and hailing from Crystal Lake, New Jersey. Whoa. But actually Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. The Jasons are a horror punk band I found while cruising the hashtag horror punk on Instagram. Each member wears a Jason mask and goes by a sequel title. I think each member's mask corresponds with their name. For example, the singer Jason 5, his mask has the blue triangles. Yes. Their latest album, Get Fucked, released <laughs> in March of last year has songs that dig fairly deep into Friday the 13th's characters. One of my favorite songs from the album, New Wave Girl, is about Violet from A New Beginning. But my favorite song from the album is called Looney Bin, which is appropriately named because it's about part five. The hook, the chorus, and the song is fantastic. Maybe you can help me with this, Keegan, as it is Demons. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby. Reggie is the rapist, demon's got the shirts in the linen bin. Lonnie likes the body, but she likes to show it to you. Lonnie's the linen bin. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby, in the linen bin. 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 Eddie is a bird, but he likes to show his tears. Other standout tracks from the album include the album's title track, Get Fucked, the single, I Want to Be an Asshole, I Can't Stop Killing, Final Friday, <laughs> Cropsy Was My Only Friend, yes. and Tina's Got Telekinesis. Unfortunately, the Jasons aren't on iTunes, but you can find them at the Jasons4, that is the number, the Jasons4.bandcamp.com, the Jasons.bigcartel.com, at the underscore Jasons on Twitter, or just search for the Jasons on YouTube. They have some pretty silly videos on there. My favorite being one where they play a Misfits tribute show, but they're playing Ramones songs. That is the Jasons. Eric Coffin's 
Terror tunes. Terror tunes. They've got this great shirt that I would never wear. Okay. It's two naked girls in a Jason mask holding a skateboard, and it says, get fucked on the bottom. And I'm like, that's the best thing ever, but I would never uh, wear that T-shirt. So I strongly encourage you guys to check out the Jasons. We should rip that shirt off. And do like a ghoul squad. Like they both have the ghoul squad ghoul. Maybe maybe that can like be covering on over their, their heads. nipples or something. Yes. And it says get fucked. Get, yeah. Um, that was awesome. Thank it, you for it that. Could, it could be called, it could say get home safely at the bottom of it. That's awesome. All right. I think with that, it's finally time to get to our feature presentation. The topic. The topic at hand. The main topic. Which is ranking. All 12 Friday the 13th films. Here we go. Here we go. All right. We are very excited for this topic. We hope you are. If you're not a huge fan of Friday... Uh, this one might not be for you because uh, would you say we're going to get pretty specific here? I think we're going to get pretty specific here. And also, what do you like if you don't like Jason? Biggs? Right. Very excited about this. So let's just get into it. It's going to be a long episode. We hope you're going to stick around for the ride. Uh-huh. Uh, but we really like Friday the 13th. So yeah, why? Why do we like Friday the exactly, 13th? Exactly. Exactly. Why do we like it? Um, I think it just looks fucking cool. Well, there's that. And also, it's just such a goddamn eclectic and great fucking series. Like... Friday the 13th starts out, you know, the first film, Jason's not even in it. Yes, I know. He's Correct. in the end. But, and then two, and then fucking three, and then... They really didn't know what the hell they were doing no. with those endings. It doesn't make any sense. In the, the first two, anyways. But they're oddly, even though they are like Crystal Lake and killing kids, killing, uh, uh, just so you know, when I say kids, I mean counselors, just so we're, sure. so we're gone on that. So they're killing kids. They're all very different, I feel like. Like a couple of them are similar. Like I would say... Uh, the early films like t- uh, one, honestly, two, three, one, two, and three. four are pretty similar just in their locales and stuff, but they have such different uh, personalities in the films and stuff. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I really like Friday the 13th because all the films feel similar but different. Having said that, I appreciate that for the first eight films, each entry tried to continue the story. Right. It was like, okay, this happened. It was all like canon. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, even with whatever injuries Jason, you know, succumbed. Sustained, in, yeah. Sustained in the previous entry. Well, now he's got it in the new one. And I really appreciate that about the right. series. And, and let's also just say right here, spoiler warning probably for the whole Oh, yeah. Uh, franchise. 100%. Yeah. So, like, I, I think, honestly, if you haven't seen them, you could still listen to this. I think, I don't think we'll spoil any huge... Oh, no, I'm giving everything away. Well, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, I think you'll be okay. Even if we spoil it, you could still watch the film and you know still what? enjoy it. Pause the podcast right now. And go watch all <laughs> go 12. Go watch all 12 films just and don't, then come back. Right. Just don't take a month like Eric did. Uh, no. Yeah, so uh, I'm just trying to – it's a big topic, so I'm trying to get it all out there. A lot of spoilers coming up for the films, but I think you should be able to listen. You'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're pretty old films at this point. So For I, real. Even the most recent ones going on a right. decade. Uh, big fan of this series, and I think honestly, he is my favorite mainstream horror icon. Period. I think I would probably tend to agree with that, even though I think Halloween is a better film than any of the Friday Thirteenth movies. For Halloween, you're just talking about the first Halloween, yes. Okay, 
So I, uh, Michael Myers is awesome, but like Jason is probably a better icon than Michael Myers. But the first Halloween is better than all these movies. Uh, big Halloween fan. That that's a fine statement, but no, I I, I like Jason more. Than and I, I will I will go ahead and say here I like Jason a lot more than Freddy. I'm not shitting on Freddy, but I've never Agreed. been as much of a Freddy guy as most people, um, uh, or a night, Nightmare on Elm Street guy. So uh, yeah, we're Jason all the way. Correct. <laughs> Team Jason. Team Jason. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I was just going to quickly say the reason I like these movies is uh, how different a lot of them are, how similar they are, which is contradictory. And as well as uh, just the kids. I love the counselors in the movies. I love their personalities. It's so much fun to hang out. Especially when we get through four through six, because we got a returning character. Right. What it is, honestly, I feel like is hanging out near Crystal Lake, like you're on summer vacation and just fucking off drinking beer. And then they all get killed. As great as Tommy is, you know, Jason's who we're rooting for. Yeah, of course. Jason is why we're returning. Jason's out there and he's hungry. For each of these uh, installments. Yeah. So uh, that horrible intro to this great topic. Uh, let's, that is fine. Let's, <laughs> let's get into it. Who wants to go first? What I'll are we going to do here? So we're about to rank all 12 films. Correct. Including uh, Freddy vs. Jason. And the remake. And, and I'll talk. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, I was telling Jay, uh, Keegan, I was telling Jason, <laughs> that's, that's how much Jason's on the brain. I was right. telling Keegan before we started recording, I love each of these films so much that it surprised me what my least favorite one is. Cause sure. even though this is my least favorite entry, I still like this movie and I'm going with part seven, the new blood. Wow. Yep. So Eric's number 12, my uh, least Friday favorite of film. a terrific franchise that's... and a fine film itself. And you know what? It's not the film's fault. It's lack of gore. It's lack of nudity mm-hmm. is its biggest offense, and I don't think that's what the filmmakers set out to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's you know what they had to deal with with the censors uh, at the time. You know, if we could have got those tits, if we could have gotten them that gore, like have you ever seen like what they shot yes. and what actually made yep. in the film? It's substantially different. But there's a there's a it's uh, on YouTube. There's a sleeping bag kill in that movie that's Correct. like not in the film correctly. Right. It's yeah. just he like picks up a girl in a sleeping bag, swings her once against the tree, and she's dead. Right. Um. And yeah. I think that's why this film um, is so low uh, well, on I'm, the I'm list. I'm shocked that you would rank it below the remake and... Oh, you're going to get surprised at a lot then <laughs> as we uh, progress. But having said that, this was Kane Hodder's first yes. uh, portrayal of Jason. And Kane Hodder is my Jason. I love just the way he holds himself. Yeah. Uh, and he looks fucking great in this film. So by this point, he's been decomposing yep. in the bottom of Crystal Lake and how his hands are skeletons. Yeah. You know, you can see the skeleton of his hand. I don't know. His, the, his, you can see his spine. Yeah. He looks fucking sick. Yes. Um, I love how wacky his like weapon range is. Like one minute he's got his like machete, but next he's got like a weed whacker fucking like with a huge blade on it. Like every time you see him, he's got a new. Yeah gas powered something uh, mm-hmm. i love that i love that john carl beekler yes uh directed this who is also Dr- jack cracker from hatchet yes crazy guy who just uh drinks his piss i like tina however i don't care for the telekinesis aspect no not the telekinesis aspect like that's cool but you know that her dad like the abusive father and all that shit is in the lake oh okay okay so i like that so let's talk about the timeline Whenever Tommy chained Jason to the bottom of the lake in part six, was Tina's dad already down there? I don't fucking know. You're going to start 
Listen, you start disputing my God. No, you. I don't fucking you're dispute know. the fucking timeline and the absurdity of like some of the endings and shit. Correct. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get real nitpicky here. Okay. So I love Kane. Yeah. I love how he looks. I think the idea of pitting him up against a telekinesis girl is cool, but its lack of violence, its lack of nudity, drops it down that low. Yeah, it's pretty surprising. Like I was trying to say earlier, like it uh, seven is higher than that for me. Like I, okay. I, I really like seven. <clears throat> so I'll talk about it in a little while, but I, yeah, I'm just surprised that you'd get this low. I, this entire list surprised me. I'm very glad I took the time to rewatch each of these films because had I just tried to rank them off memory, it wouldn't be true. Yeah. And you were talking about the, the Jason aspect. I, I love Kane's portrayal of Jason Kane Hodder. Uh, I've met Kane Hodder and he, he's awesome. We all love Kane Hodder. You know, I, as you'll see on my list, I kind of prefer the, bigger imposing uh high shoulders right scare i, I think is like a short dude i think that jason is scary i think kane is what what i what i sort of coin bugs bunny like he's no J- jason freddy's dead freddy is bugs bunny i know that but i'm saying like he's he's jason running around killing people where i feel like and it's fun but i feel like the part two part three even part four jason i feel like he's fucking scary and I don't think he's. I don't think Kane is ever scary. And that. And that's probably because of the film. That's probably because of the films, not because of Kane. So I just. I prefer two, three, and four, Jason, um, to any others. Uh, also Roy, but we'll get to that. Having. But re- I love Kane as Jason, and and so I just. I find it odd because everybody's so like, oh, Kane, 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 Kane. Right. I want Kane to be Jason now, but I really, really fucking like the original Jasons. I, I like their big, imposing scariness. They, they, they seem almost otherworldly to me. And Kane feels like a guy wearing a hockey mask. Now, that's fine. I love Kane as Jason. But the other ones feel dangerous. They feel scary, I think. Um, having rewatched all these films, it's made me want to revisit Hatchet. Yeah, Hatchet's great. I revisited it for our uh, horror comedies episode, which you should listen to. Um, no, uh, just I, you, Eric. Not anyone Right, and, and which I did too. But I'm talking about two and three now. No, because I just uh, got Kane on the brain. Kane's great. Being a badass. Watch uh, House Two, motherfucker. Is he in that? He's in House Two. So, unfortunately, as great as Part Seven is, is it is my least favorite Friday Thirteenth. The New Blood. So please, okay. So I'm gonna go off for one second. Already, if, already. If my house was burning down, and I could only save one toy, it would be my NECA. Cult Classic Series uh, 1, New Blood Jason. Okay. Please, continue. Uh, so that was Eric's le- uh, essentially least favorite Friday, Friday film. 13. And I'm going to talk about my least favorite. And again, it's important to say that this does not mean I hate this movie. Just like Eric is saying, he loves New Blood. Correct. And the same thing here. So as we go through here, we just like these more and more. But I love all of these films. They all have things that are enjoyable about them. This one just has the least things enjoyable about it, and it is my least favorite Friday film, which is Jason Goes to Hell. So, I th- there's people out there that like Jason Goes to Hell, and one of them is sitting across from me right now. I like to put a small disclaimer <laughs> okay. on this. Keegan told me whenever he watched this, revisited it for this mm-hmm. episode, he watched the R-cut. Please continue. That's true. I did watch the R-cut. But... I re- the, when I rewatched it about a week ago, I liked it a lot more. I liked it a lot more than the first time I saw it. The first time I saw it, I thought it was fucking trash. Mm-hmm. 
And every time I see it since, I like it more and more. And I honestly think that's just because I want a Friday 13th movie. And I've seen this one the least because I don't like it. So every time I see it, I'm like, oh, cool. Like another Friday 13th movie. Like, I know, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, I've seen You're the film. You're upset that Jason's not in it the entire time. I am, but it's also just bullshit. Like the, the uh, gamey aspects of it where they have to like get the knife. I mean, it feels like the fucking Friday 13th video game where you have to like get, get, the, get the knife. And then like, he has to like turn back into Jason and, but it has to be Jason's sister who has never existed before. And is a fucking bullshit made up thing for this movie. And like, I don't care about any of that. I'm just saying it's, it's, it you all telling me you don't like fucking Creighton Duke. I love Creighton Duke. Creighton Duke's in a different movie than fucking this movie. That information's going to cost you. He's awesome. Again, I like this movie, but I think it's kind of an abomination compared to... Wow. Part, I, I don't want to wow. reveal my, my list, but the other films in this series are so much better you than this what? movie. I, I get where you're coming from. I like the, the diner chick, you know, the fucking, she wants I, to... I hate her. Of course you do. And she's got such a great death where she gets like, is it, she gets like punched in the chin yes. or something and her like chin is like inside her face. Yeah. There, that's it, great. That's the one thing about this movie and as the as Friday films go on is you get kind of they kind of give you what you want which is almost like i feel like not a good thing because you get too much of it which is violence and titties and sex and all that stuff oh yeah but yeah so i think we'll t- we'll, we'll table the discussion you, for you, now you know you know there's that t-shirt where it says like hooper craven romero argento yes. I, I want a shirt that's like tits gore violence ghoul squad that yeah that would be sick. that would be the best shirt in the world, Jamie. Then there. I'd finally get a fucking Ghoul Squad shirt. Andrew, Jamie, you guys should make that shirt. Yep. Um, hello, Andrew. Uh, thanks for your podcast. I'm, I'm equipment, stoked on that way. idea. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if I can make a shirt of ours that says "titty," but it, it'll just say "tits." How about sex, violence, gore? Ooh, Ghoul Squad. Yeah, boom. Squad. So, <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, my least favorite film in the franchise is Jason Goes to Hell. Uh, I think we'll have a fight about it in a little while. I see where you're coming from, but yes, I'm going to yeah. disagree with you. Um, so that's my least favorite. Uh, we will talk more about it. What is Eric's... Number 11. 11, that's right. My second least favorite Friday the 13th film is part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. Yep. And my biggest qualm with this movie, why is it 100 minutes? It is fucking it's long. It's so long. No film period needs yes. to be 100 minutes long, let alone uh, a Friday the 13th film. I agree 100%. It is way too fucking long. Why does Jason look so bad without his mask on? Yeah. Child or adult. Looks like shit. He looks like a goddamn Muppet. Why does fucking <laughs> toxic sludge make him... Oh, that shit's dumb at the end. That's like in the dumber. Sewer. It yeah. reverts him back to a child, in yeah. my opinion, yeah. than his body swapping and Jason goes to hell. However, yeah, I'm it's o- fucking dumb. I'm okay with the idea of like Jason drowning again to kill him. Yeah. Even though, if anything, part six proved you're not killing him, you're just trapping him. Yes. Right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say right here, this is also my number 11. Oh, nice. I wonder if that'll so, happen again. So we, both of us, like, here's the thing about Jason Takes Manhattan. You know, as any fan out there knows, it's cool. It's sure. awesome. He find like, we finally have him in a different setting. place. And honestly, even the boat is a different setting. So, sure. so it is interesting, but this movie's too long. The kids aren't great. The counselors, the, the, the final girl is probably the worst in the series by, or at least one of the worst. 
it's not a great Friday movie. So yeah, this is this right up this is right up there with Jason Goes to Hell for me. This is where I feel like they got bad. Um these two. You know, again, well, seeing, eight was the nail in the coffin for Paramount, right? Yes. That they sold seeing, it to New Line. Seeing Jason in Times Square fucking kicking a stereo. Stereo. He destroys that diner, yes. which is awesome. Do you oh. know that's Ken? I'm not going to pronounce his last name right. That's the theme of this show. Not pronouncing Ken names Corey. correctly. No. Kerzinger, the guy who played Jason in Freddy vs. Jason. Wow. No. So he gets uh, all like pissed you know off what? at him, but then Jason grabs him and throws him again. I did see that in the Crystal Lake Memories. Yeah. Um, so Jason takes Manhattan. Let me explain this. I'm very happy this film exists. There is no world, there's no version of this world where I don't want this movie to exist. Sure. I'm so happy it got made. I'm happy it's part of the lexicon. I'm happy that we can fucking watch it years and years later. Uh, it didn't end the franchise, so I don't hate it. You'll you'll find out why I'm saying that. So I'm glad this film exists, but it is one of my least favorites of the of the series. So I totally agree. Um, the score is so noticeably not. Yeah, Man Harry Manfredini. Yeah, I yeah totally agree. it's almost like uh, cringy. Yeah, it does got some terrific kills. It does. Yes, uh, the, the guitar too cool. JJ, the sauna room rocks. He like punches that dude through the stomach. He punches that dude's head off. On Julius. The, yes. Yep. I love that scene. How it's just like. He's going to fucking get him. He's going to take him over the yeah. edge. Nope. And then just fucking menacing ass Kane just fucking standing there breathing all hard. Just yes. socks him once. Yes. He like picks up like a needle and he stabs like that one dude. It's like a dirty syringe. Which is Easy's worst fear. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah. Um, Again, I love how like forceful Kane, Kane is. is. Yeah. Right. He's uh, great. In it and he looks, I mean, J- yes. There's, there's, a, there's a kill where they're still on the boat. And he's like in like the dining like dance room area, and he's choking a girl yes. on the dance room. Yep. And once he's done choking her, he just like throws her to the ground. You know, and every time I, I love that every, shit. Every time, <laughs> every time I see that, I'm like, did that girl get hurt during right? That? He throws her he to so hard. Her up, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, Jason uh, uh, takes Manhattan. Like it opens like. It's also just really stupid. It's like, like an it, electric ill or something. Yeah, it like opens at the at the beginning like people on a boat, but it's like not Crystal Lake. Like they're saying it's Crystal Lake, but like the, the like fucking the, boat is on Crystal Lake. Like the and it's it's going to like a harbor. It doesn't make any goddamn That's sense. That's gonna then take them to New York. But you know what? It's still Jason. Yep. It's still Jason killing kids, and I, I feel like it's an adequate amount of time in. Uh, New York, having said that, with as long as the fucking film is, maybe yeah. it should have been more stuff. But you got um, Jason in the subways. Yep. You got Jason in Times Square. Which is really the whole reason to make the movie. He tears up that diner. And Jason in the sewers is kind of cool. And there's that toxic sludge that gets released at 10 minutes to midnight every night. And it gave us that fucking poster. One of the best Dude, posters that's a in great poster. 100%. With fire with the knife, and he's like yes. standing over that skyline in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Oh, I was thinking the I Love New York poster where uh, he's slashing through it and it's oh, I Jason New York. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It Also a good one. That's the thing about this film. Again, I, I want to make clear. I am so fucking happy this exists because it has such cool imagery of him in New York. It gave us the great poster. It gave us the fucking Times Square shit. So I love it, but it is not one of the best. It's just clear and simple, not one of the best. So who should go next? Uh, you go next because I started that one. Okay, my number ten. 
Okay, thank you for keeping track, by the way. My number 10 Friday the 13th film is... Uh, it's the remake. Okay. And that is not to say... Uh, I'm, this is probably the last time I'm going to say this, but that's not to say I don't like the remake. Right, we love all these movies, even the yes. ones that are at the bottom of this list. So that's the last time I'm going to say that. I really, really like the remake, but it's not the canon Jason. So it just gets knocked down a peg. It's not the, it's, it's a remake. So I really like it, but I can't judge it with these other films. It's very hard. I almost put it all the way at the end of my list just because I have such reverence for the original films that even the ones that are honestly better movies in the remake, I, I couldn't do it because I like those movies too much. So it is my number 10. And yeah, I don't know. We've talked about the remake quite a bit on this podcast. Well, just so you know, I disagree. Okay. So, uh, so we, I'll be talking about it a we'll, little bit more. We'll talk about it later. Yep. But yeah, uh, I do like the remake quite a bit. I mean, they should have cast Kane. You know, it's funny. I'm saying I don't like Kane as much. but Derek I, Mears is great. Derek Mears is great, but they should have just cast Kane. It should just be Kane. And he he also does a good job of just looking imposing like that part when he's like standing on the fucking roof of the house yep. and he's got like a machete. He almost looks cool. Yeah. He almost looks like a cool guy just like standing there all fucking, I'm badass. I'm tired. I'm sick. I'm a Baghead Jason guy and I don't like the look of Baghead Jason in this. Like I feel like they should have just put a fucking sack on his head. They tried to, like I feel like this film's a little over stylized. Surprise, it's fucking Michael Bay and Platinum Dunes. I'm going to bring this up now. Why? And I'll, because I, I got more to say when I Easy's get to it. got more to well, say. Well, while we're talking about five, let's, I mean, excuse me, while we're talking about the remake, let's talk about the remake. Okay. Okay. At the beginning of the film, as the credits are rolling. Oh, it's the beginning the of the end, is the best part of the movie. It's the best part of the movie. It's the end of technically part one, right? Mm-hmm. It's fucking Alice and Pamela fighting. And we see a young Jason watching all of this. Mm-hmm. Now, supposedly... This is the story. We've heard this in earlier Jason films, but we've never visualized it until now. We've never saw there's a young Jason watching his, his mother, mother be killed. Be, yeah. Yeah. beheaded. Now, the dialogue in that in that part of the film when that young boy drowned. Exactly. So is Jason already fucking supernatural? Is he already Baby Jason either. Supernatural. Now, like, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, we've heard that, and we've never, and I've never had a problem with just hearing it, but then visually seeing it is like, what's going on? He's he's drowned already, but yet he's watching this as it goes on. Yeah. And then when he grows up, he's like, he's like, when they find his house, he's like eating shit, and you learn that he's like stealing shit from the neighbors. That seems pretty human to me. Yeah. So I kind of don't know what the fuck's going on with that in the remake. Sure. But. Um, yeah, just wanted to talk the, about the that. The opening of this film, uh, which takes place in like the 80s, I believe, mm-hmm. is unquestionably the best part of the movie. And what's frustrating about that, uh, he just kills all these fucking count- these kids. They're not counselors. All these kids like, like in like five minutes. No, on- fuck no. That opening is like 20 minutes long. Yes. Okay, fine. Before the title even hits. Okay, so that's 20-minute opening. I hate it because like that's just make that fucking movie. That's the fucking movie, not... Well, I mean, one of those kids kind of plays yeah. into something later I, in the film, which well, I'll talk about more. What I'm trying to say is something that I will say at the end of the podcast when we talk about what we want to see from the franchise. But what I'm trying to say is that's the movie. That's it. Have kids go to the lake. 
have sure. sex, have them say, I'll be right back. I heard a noise and get fucking killed. It's that yeah. simple. Sure. But instead, even I'm though I, I like the remake, it's, oh, well, I'm looking for my sister. And like, here's all these oh. douchebag fucking people like this douche guy uh, who has a great line in the film when he c- says that the girl has stupendous nipple placement. Yes. Which is fantastic. See, Dad, now you got me talking remake and I'm not ready yet, but that's fine. Okay. Okay. Who the fuck is growing that weed? Who gives a shit? Who the, what, is Jason growing that weed? There's just this fucking abundant fucking weed field that these kids are going to go rob. Yeah. That doesn't it's make any bullshit. Sense. No, it's bullshit. And that's why... That's we what don't I'm, need that. No. It, kids kids want to go camping to fucking drink. So, again, my point about the remake is the first 20 minutes, that's the movie. I'll make that 20 minutes into 90 minutes. Hell, make it 83 minutes. Huh? What do you know? Isn't it so hot and, how, like... I forget who it is. I don't know if it's that. No, no, no. It's 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 one of the chicks. They get caught in a fucking bear trap, dude. And then and then he puts them. He he hangs her in her sleeping bag. It's so good over the goddamn fire. And she's just burning it's, in the sleeping bag. It's fucking tight. It's so much better than the rest of the movie. It's not even close to the rest of the movie. It's I, so much better. But I was gonna say, there's that chick, and she's like trying to like yes crab walk away from him and, and he, he runs, runs at, her. at her and sl- and then title sequence dude. or title card, and it's great again. I can't believe you got the remake this low. So much better than the rest of the movie. I totally agree. I totally agree. That 20 minutes is not even close to the rest of the movie. The rest of the movie is just good. That is fucking great. And that's why I want them to make another movie so bad. It's just do that. And this is what we talked about a lot. Just put the kids at the camp. Have them fuck. Kill them. It, doesn't, it does not matter what they're there for. But I digress. I will say looking for weed is something is easy better. can relate to no not relate to but then uh you know bitch got emotional problems daddy issues and easy's not cool and, with daddy issues and a doctor is trying to exploit her for her telekinesis powers sure sorry for saying bitch <laughs> i know this has been quite a hellacious uh vulgarity filled episode having said sex that, violence score cool squad <laughs> Okay, so that is my number. What is that? 10? That was your 10. Okay. So my number 10. Is Eric's number 10? That my was number the, 10. My, the remake was my number 10. Go ahead. Is number 10. Jason X. Oh, okay. Jason I, I fucking love Jason X. Now, what's funny is going into this, like, okay, we're going to do this episode. I'm going to prepare for it. I'm going to start watching it. I thought I needed a scapegoat. I thought I needed a least favorite one, and I thought it was going to be no. Jason X. And I was surprised that I liked it uh, a little more. Uh, aesthetically, this looks like shit, duh. This it is, does. This is the worst looking of the films, and it probably didn't help that I watched the DVD. Oh, well, what the fuck are you doing watching the DVD? On a fucking 32-inch fucking small-ass fucking TV. Uh, Where'd you watch it? You have a 65-er. In my bedroom. Damn, you what, didn't give a shit. What's funny is uh, what I was doing was is I'd put on a Friday before I went to bed, watch it for like 20 minutes, and fall asleep. And then when I got done with this, I was like, fuck, I don't have Jason fucking killing people to, to lull me to sleep anymore. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I think it's the worst looking of the films, uh, like the sets, the CGI. Jason just looks boring as hell. He's just like this like drab dumb fucking looking not feeling it's kane hotter of course that is until he becomes uber jason uber jason's lit now uber jason looks uh fantastic um i don't like how there's that part where they're dissecting him and they're and they're talking about what a small brain he has yeah it makes no sense and how could he you know how is he capable of anything but yet when these fucking elite ass fucking space marines are hunting him 
He's fucking taking them out all methodically and fucking easy. Yeah. That doesn't make any um, goddamn sense. <laughs> goddamn sense. Um, however, some of the shit I do like is towards the end. Uber Jason. Uber Jason. You don't like the uh, the robot with the tits? Yeah, no. That part when she like fights Jason and she's like fucking performing like karate on him or whatever. It's she like fun, shoots him. Uh, uh, I'm a big fan of Jason X, but go ahead. Not not into that. Uh, there's a scene where they uh, run a simulation to make Jason think he's back at Crystal Lake, and there's there's two girls that are like smoking, and they ask so him, good. Yeah. And they ask him, "We if, love premarital sex, right? Exactly." And they both get into a sleeping bag. He picks up one of them and then starts to beat the other one. Yeah. with the one in the sleeping bag. Right. It's fantastic. That, uh, Nothing's ever been better so than that. So good. Cronenberg. Uh, yep. Guys, he just wants his machete back. Yep. Um, all of that is fun. Now, here's a wild idea Guys, I have. Guys, he just wants his machete back. Now, here's a wild idea I have about Jason X. Okay, so. I, I, said, don't, I do not like the look on your face okay, right now. Okay, so hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, okay, I'll hear you out. You ready? This is, We're getting wild. We're going into fanfic. All right? Is this going to be like your like daddy issues, like fanfic porn? No. I, I've never this had that. This isn't. <laughs> Go okay. Ahead. Go okay. Ahead. So as we as we said earlier, you know, each installment kind of kept moving the story forward. Mm-hmm. What if we got a Friday Eleven? What if we got a Jason Eleven on Earth Two? And it's on Earth, correct? But it's Uber Jason, all burnt up from re-entering Earth's atmosphere. It'd be fucking lit, dude. How what are you talking about? How fucking great would that be? The and how good is the end of Jason X when he's, he and he's and he falls back to Crystal Lake. He smashes into Crystal Lake. I'm like, oh, I think I saw something. It fell. Oh, it fell in the lake. And you're, I get, dude, I get the fucking goosebumps when I it's see that mask shit. Falling. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. But how great would that be? An Uber just fucking destroyed, burnt up Jason. I'm in. There's Kid, my killing pitch. kids. That's all I fucking there's care there's about. There's my pitch. All right. So that are you? Are that you was my tent. All right. Here's the thing. I've got 10 coming up, so we'll talk about it in a minute. But my number nine yes. is a movie you're going to be very upset. That's her. My number nine is Freddy vs. Jason. That's fine. Now, no. I love Freddy vs. Jason. Me this too. Is, this is where my list becomes movies that I legitimately love. Legitimately love okay. these films from now on. So, that is not, you know, this is the last time. Freddy vs. Jason is fantastic. But it's just, again, it's that thing where... The original Paramount films are just so good for me that they're just all better. I like Jason. Uh, I'm sorry, Freddy vs. Jason a lot. But that is a theme we've we've established. You don't care for the new line Jasons. No, I'm a I'm I'm a purist. I'm a Paramount You're purist. A Paramount guy. I really really like the Paramount films. So Freddy vs. Jason is great. I think we'll talk about it with you a lot more. But uh, I'm a big fan of it. I I am not that upset that they made Jason afraid of water. I know a lot of people are very upset I'm about okay that. With that. Let me let me I just said that about eight. Yeah, I kind of like how drowning him reverts. Kills Here, him. Here's why I don't care about that, because they, you know, it's just the screenwriters trying to find a way to have them have weaknesses, and so I thought it worked well because Freddy died of fire. Yeah, and and I guess that's the thing. Like they, you know, we okay as fans, we want this movie so fucking bad. Then they yes. make it. It's good. And they had to find a way for Jason to have a weakness, and they just picked water. Who fucking cares? It's Freddy and Jason fighting. 
And that's what I like about it. It's like legit them like throwing blows, like punching yeah, each other. Yeah, it's a li- That's my only. <laughs> that, that's what I like. It's a little WWE type shit. That's what I dig. Uh, uh, more like WWF, uh, World uh, Wildlife? Wildlife Federation. Thank you. <laughs> foundation. It is foundation. That's the joke. Anyways, Freddy vs. Jason. It's awesome. I I love 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 when he uh, when those stoners are smoking weed in the like uh, field. And Jason just comes out, and they're like, whoa, and he fucking kills him. <laughs> and they, they call him Jethro and tell him to go find a pig <laughs> to fuck. <laughs> it's so good. It's uh, great. Freddy versus Jason is awesome. I'm a big fan of it. I, I think the one big thing it suffers from is characters that are just okay. Like, the characters are okay in Freddy versus Jason. It could use some character. Now, let me tell you what turns me off about uh, Freddy versus Jason and maybe there's a name for this. I don't. It's like when there's like action in slow mo. Oh yeah. It's like it's like moving fast, Speed but it's ramping. not. Yeah. I hate that. That looks and it does it a lot. Not a Snyder guy, and I don't like that at all. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I like the film quite a bit, but I like I said, I think it just suffers from bad characters, and like you know, the final girl's okay, but she's not really even a final girl. And the other thing is, I like Freddy. I like Nightmare on Elm Street, but. I'm more of a Friday fan all the way. So, you know, the film does focus a lot on, on Freddie as well, which I'm not upset about, but you know, it, it just gets bogged down a little bit. And I feel like Freddie more than it needed to, like they could have balanced it a little bit better. It, it feels more of a Freddie film. And I think the reason for that is that Freddie is an actual fucking speaking character. Correct. So I totally get why they did that. But I think, again, I've, I'm glad you said that. That's kind of why it's so low for me is that it feels more like a Freddy film than it does a Jason film, right. uh, than a Friday film. So Freddy versus Jason is my number... You said nine. I can't count that. Okay, what is Eric Hoff's number nine? Well, get ready to be upset with me because my number nine is part two. No. Yes. Okay, um, go ahead. And you know what? You're Bag just Jason absolutely wrong, but go ahead. It's so good, and it's so little of him. I hate how much the goddamn film focuses on just, like, his legs and his boots and him running. It's like that for, like, an hour of the film. Sure. Until we finally get to see the awesomeness that is uh, Baghead Jason. I know what your favorite one is, then. If I, you want Jason, I know what your number one um, is. I hate the ending. It's just so jarring. It's just so off-putting having Jason jump through. It's awesome. The goddamn window. And then what is it? Is it just a dream? Then then he's just not there. Then fucking Ginny's just being willed away in the ambulance. Like, I understand they're probably trying to replicate the scare of the first one, but it just, like, fucks the story to me. Sure. And that's uh, very off-putting. The fact that there's other kids out there that are just out drinking and they're fine is off-putting. I want Jason taking them sure. all out. However, um, there are some great jump scares. Yeah. There's one where it's like Ginny's, like, entering a room and there's, like, a bed and there's one dead body, and Jason's in the bed, and then he yep. comes out. That's fantastic. Um, it's awesome that Pamela returned uh, for the the scenes at mm-hmm. the end whenever Ginny is putting on the sweater, I which f- is also fucking tight. I was going to say, I feel like all that stuff is like so central to central? the mythology of these films that for you to put it this low is kind of crazy to me. Like It's like almost... Like things in this movie established Jason minus the hockey mask. It this is like establishing your fucking favorite you, person on the earth, you know, and you don't even like it. That you're much. you're saying that you don't like uh, Jason goes to hell sure. because of his lack of the character, and that's how I kind of feel like 
there's a lack of the character in this one. Because mm. that's not the Jason that I will eventually come to love. Sure. And there's so little of him, of his presence. Gotcha. He, you know, he's there, but not in his entire form. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to talk about it more later. Sure. So uh, I think, you know, we'll have a fight later. So that's um, my that's my number nine. Wow, that's really disappointing. Uh, two is one of my favorites, so you'll you'll find that out. But what you said kind of plays into one of my next movies, which is that he's not into the lot. Okay. Um, I kind of I think me and you are wildly differ on our opinion on that. I think showing him too much is a mistake, and I'll say that. But it's not the next one. Um, are you done with your? This was my nine. So your nine. Will be your eight. My eight is uh, a movie I really, 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 really love, and it's part seven. Okay. New Blood. Uh, this movie grew on me more and more and more. Uh, it's one of the ones I've rewatched the most like lately because I feel like I've seen two, three, uh, four, and honestly five and six so many times that, uh, like I said, with Jason goes to hell, I need a, I need a Friday film. And since they're not fucking making them, um, I've rewatched the remake Jason goes to hell and seven a lot because they're film. They're the films I've seen the least Mm -hmm. and I've seen them a lot, but you know what I'm saying? Like compared to the others, they're they're the ones I want to see more to kind of get more understanding of. And yeah, seven's great. Tina's awesome. I like that. She has telekinesis, even Mm -hmm. though it's like bullshit. Like there's no established, like it doesn't make sense that there would be a character with like powers, but I think it's cool that they did it. Um, this isn't like, you know, it's my, what is this? I already forgot, dude. My number eight. Uh, yeah. Uh, this isn't, my favorite. So, you know, it's, it's right in the middle there. Uh, you're right. It suffers from a lot of, uh, cut gore, which really sucks, mm-hmm. but I, I'm okay with that. A lot of these films are cut. Like my favorite of the films doesn't have that much blood and gore. So I'm actually okay with that, but it's awesome. I like the wacky bullshit with the dad, the dad, like say, uh, pulls Jason down at the end. And it's two different actors. Yeah. I mean, like I, it's stupid. I know, but like, I, I like it. Jason I, looks awesome without his mask. Yes. Uh, There's I just that part when she's like squeezing. Yeah. Uh, the straps of his mask around and you can like see his, like the back of his head is like oozing. And then yeah. finally he just like snaps out of it. Yeah. That's great. It's awesome. I really like Tina. I think she's good. I like the I like the mother daughter relationship, and then that that asshole doctor guy that's like her stepdad or whatever. I don't know. I, I that all worked for me. I think actually all of the fighting shit is good. There's like the part where she chokes him with like the light wire, yeah. uh, drops him through the stairs, yeah. sets him on fire. Yeah, that looks really and good. It, it's clear like when they made this film, they wanted to give Jason like an adversary. And it's cool they made it like this, just this like kind of vulnerable chick, but like fucks him up. What if um, Tommy and Tina teamed up? That would be so lit. So I really like this movie. I, I, Jason kinda, would stand no chance. Like the daddy issues and like the family issues and the doctor kind of remind me of Amityville Two, The Possession. Uh, there's no incest, but like that that guy's kind of creepy. Like right. the fucking father figure in this right. movie, the the doctor, he's creepy and like for you know whatever reason that appeals to me. Like I, it, I like that this movie feels different, but they're still at crystal Lake and people are still getting fucking killed. Right. So I really like seven new blood, but uh, it is not one of my favorites, but it, I do love this movie. So there's a part where she electrocute, she electrocutes him when he falls into the puddle of water. Yes. So what is E dogs? Number, number eight, eight. It's number one. Wow. Okay, cool. The original, the OG, the things that I do like about it is, the score, obviously, that set the tone for the whole whole goddamn uh, series. It feels very Gylo-like, how it's first person, 
you know, all we fucking need are the fucking hands in front of the camera. And I think that's what we would have yeah. had in a fucking American gyro. Well, I think they're mimicking Halloween, right? Because in Halloween, oh, okay. you actually don't see. Did, did, hasn't Carpenter called Friday yeah. the 13th a ripoff? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of camera movements. Yeah. That goes on from, you know, it's not just like a bunch of quick cuts. Yep. Um, I dig that. And in my opinion, the twist of the killer being Mrs. Voorhees, like that's cool. Yeah. That's tight. I like I it. I think that works. I like it because these early slashers were kind of all about like that reveal. And right. uh I like it. I like the I like the movie a lot. I mean, it it's right up there. It's I haven't said it yet because it's it's actually one of my favorite movies. And honestly, I think it's what's so strong about it is the kids in that film. Like Kevin right. Bacon, oh, uh, yeah. Adrian King. Mm-hmm. Um they're really good. Like they're great characters in a movie which doesn't have Jason, but the characters right. in that movie are great. I agree. That's all you got about I, uh, the I, original? I, yeah. Well, we'll talk about it more. Sure. What 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 number was that? We're going to do this the whole episode. I cannot do math. I think that was my 8. That was your 8. So this will be your 7. Okay. My number seven is Jason X. Okay. Now, I'm a big fan of Jason X. Yeah, I've talked about it a little bit already because Eric already brought it up. But, uh, yeah, this is like one of the first Friday movies that – because it came out in the late – 2001? Yeah, late 90s or early 2000s. So I actually saw this film – you know, I was only born in 1991. So this was one of like the first – it's not a Friday the 13th film, but one of the first Jason films I had ever seen. And so I have a great fondness for this movie. Uh, I really like all the stupid shit that goes into this. Like they, they have him captured and Cronenberg's there. And, and like he, he breaks out and chases the, our main character all the way into like the cryo chamber. Now let me tell you what almost fucking killed Jason X for me. Okay. Is that part where uh, Todd Farmer and one of the kids are playing video games. Mm-hmm. And Jason kills them in like their video game yeah, form. Yeah. And I did, I forgot that, I forgot about that gag. So like he like decapitates Todd Farmer and Todd He's Farmer. He's still talking. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And like that almost killed it for me. And then it's revealed that they're just playing a game together. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And like this, this movie almost feels, I mean, honestly, I shouldn't say almost. This movie is like fan fiction, like the fact that he chases her all the way towards the cryo chamber. And then like she presses the button and freezes him. And right as he's about to get her, stabs he, her he, through he, the chamber. well, he free, it looks like he's frozen. And then he fucking stabs right through it all the way through her and stabs her. And then the door shuts and they're both frozen in time. Right. It's perfect fan fiction. Then, Oh, flash forward to fucking years later they they're found and they're on this spaceship and all the stupid shit that ensues it also has one of the best kills in the entire franchise oh, the frozen face the, the fucking liquid nitrogen face it's so good it's so good every time um it's awesome i you know I, if you're a friday fan out there and you think jason x sucks i'm sorry i really like jason x what the fuck is camp crystal lake research center I don't fucking know. That's no. the dumbest shit no, in the, the world. No, the whole thing, dumb. like the whole thing, is like fan fiction. But it's way better than J- fucking Jason Goes to Hell. I'll tell you that right now. Um, that's my opinion. I guess that's one entry that didn't con- continue with uh, the story. Right, right. That is an interesting part of it. Is like the canon doesn't make sense. But they just pick up years they, later, they, and he's they been needed, captured. They needed one to make because they did Jason Goes to Hell, and we'll talk about it in a minute. But the ending of Jason Goes to Hell is for Freddy versus Jason, correct? And then they couldn't get that movie made forever because Hollywood's fucking stupid and just can't do anything. Like they can't make another Friday movie, which is the easiest thing in the world. 
This is easier to do than Halloween. And fucking and we're Blumhouse is making a Halloween movie, so it doesn't Let's make just hope it kickstarts any sense. A fucking I'm concerned. Slasher. I'm concerned that no one will see that Halloween movie. Not, no. no. Horror fans will. People are going to watch. Because it's going to say, from the producer of Get the Out Purge. and the Purge. Purge. And I swear to God, that movie's going to do well. Okay. Mark Eric Coffin's words. He Correct. just said it's going to do well. I so think it'll a year make... from now, Keegan's going to say, well, you're right, Doc. Let's hope it's a year from now. I thought it already has a release date. It's ah, like October, October 2018. 2018. I know, but what if it gets delayed? So What if you get delayed? Well, fuck. Okay. So, uh, Jason uh, X, a yes. great movie that I like that most people probably you don't. You know what's dumb, though? I like its bullshit, like how crazy it gets. I like it. He's got the slash in his mask. Yeah. That's so dumb. Yeah. And, just give up. And we've already talked about it, but Uber Jason's a blast. Uber and Jason is tight. It's just... I like how his, his eyes are red. Yes, it's it's a really good idea for the franchise because throughout the series they fucked Jason up so much they they needed a way to like <laughs> rebuild him I guess New Line did kind of fumble the ball here Oh New Line fucked everything up New Line the New Line definitely has the worst but I this is the one I like from them you know we were talking about the New Line films this is the one, New Line one that I like and it's Jason X so what is Eric Hoff's next one number seven I believe. Uh, part three. How great is that intro music? That's playing over the credits. It is the best. That was Manfredini's height. Height. It is such a good, boppy little, dancey little, catchy little tune. That it's is awesome. So good. Obviously, Jason gets his mask. I like that. I guess this was the first entry where there's a new character, but they have a backstory with Jason. Even though there's no resolution to it, yeah, you, you've learned that Chris has had a run-in with Jason in the past, which is highly out. disputed as to what's going on in that scene. Right, uh, she had an argument with her dad, so she ran off. She fell asleep. She woke up, and she's being accosted by a maskless mongoloid, Jason. Right, uh, exactly. Um, I also think this has one of the most iconic pieces of imagery from the franchise. Now, I've never seen it in Part Three. Uh, excuse me, I've never seen Three in 3D. Neither. There's that scene whenever she hits him uh, yeah. in the head. And he puts his hands and out. He, dude, I want a tattoo of that. It's so good. It's it is so, so iconic. Like, good, that yeah. is Jason fucking Voorhees yep. to me right yep. there whenever he does that. Fucking axe sticking out of his head, hands trying to grab it's you. It's so good. Um, uh, so three is one of my favorites, so I haven't said it yet, but go ahead. Um, I like the characters. I like Shelly. He's got shit for brains. I like Vieira, who's supposed to be... Uh, Shout out to Larry Zerner. Uh, uh, his date, she's like crazy pretty. Yes. Um, he fucking runs over the bikes. Yes. It's so good. No, they've gone too far this time. <laughs> uh, the kills are fantastic. There's that part where that dude's like walking on his hands and Jason yeah. like cuts him in half and then yep. like stuffs him in like the fucking like ceiling. Attic, know, attic access. Yeah, and then you see him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. Um, things I don't like is I don't like how Chris goes a little bit crazy at the end. I want my final girls. Yeah. Uh, staying strong. And one thing that I absolutely hate. Okay, there's that great part where Chris is in the canoe. She thinks it's over. Yeah. But then she sees Jason in the barn. Yeah. And he comes running oh. down at her. But it's like one of the best. That's so cool looking. Yeah, just how he's he's almost like excited to see her. He, I think, I mean, I'll talk about it. I think that is the second scariest moment in all of Friday the 13th. That and one. then it gets ruined. Yeah, I know. With Pamela. 
jumping out of the water. Just let the jump scares go, guys. Doesn't make any sense. I'm blaming Steve Miner for fucking up the ending of two and three. Now I know he did. He doesn't have a writing credit, but I'm blaming him. And that was your number. I think seven. Seven. Part three. Fantastic fucking score. And that's where Jason becomes the Jason we love. So it looks like we're halfway through our topic. Keegan, tell me, what is your number six? All right, my number six is a movie that I think Eric is going to be very upset about. And I believe it's going to be his number one, two, or three. And it is Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives. So good. So I love Jason Lives, right? It's a great movie. Yes. It, it is my number six because I like some other movies more. And it is part six. It is part six. This movie is, I feel like everyone else's favorite. And I feel like, honestly, a couple, like years ago, everyone's favorite was four. And it kind of feels like everyone's favorite is six now. I really like six. My critiques of six as to why I don't like it as, as much as most people, honestly, is that... Are you ready for this? I can tell you what turns me off. Are you ready for why I think it doesn't work as well as the others? I think there's too much Jason in six. Really? Now, that's not to say I don't love seeing Jason kill people, but goddamn, like, the movie's like 83 minutes, and Mm -hmm. it's like 40 minutes of him walking around killing people. Just him, without characters. No characters around. Very weird complaint, sir. I understand. I understand. So, it is my number six. I like it a lot, because Mm -hmm. I love Jason. I love watching him kill people, but it is extremely... Um, I feel like it's an uneven film. I like Tommy Jarvis in this movie, and I really like the final girl. She's not a final girl, really. Megan. But I really like Megan. Best scene in the movie is when she's driving and he, uh, she puts, shoves his head, shoves in her his crotch. head in her crotch, which is, and she's like, ooh, yeah, it's fantastic because who wouldn't want to do that? Sure. <laughs> so that's a great moment. I love Jason Lives. It is my number six, so I really like it, but I don't like it as much as everybody else. Um, it has fantastic kills. Uh, I wish it had more gore. I know this one was cut as well, Mm. but great kills. Uh, You know, I love the stuff with the paintball people, but it's also like they're not even our characters. Like, it's literally just... It's just just more people for Jason to kill. I agree, and I like that. But for me, my favorite films in the franchise are the kids, the counselors, and this one is sort of devoid of that. Six does have the actual children, though. Yeah, that's the only Friday the 13th that does it. Which... Legitimate... Children, they're like there's ten year olds and great, younger. Great moments where the child sees Jason outside the window, right? And that is there, almost better than anything. There's like parts where like Jason is just like standing at the window, like yes. staring at him. Yes. Or there's like a part where he's like keeping pace with one as like they're walking yep. through the cabin. So as you know, Easy and I are big fans of uh, children in peril. Sure, uh, kids. But another one in die. trouble. No, they don't die. And that, I'm actually okay with that because we like to root for Jason. Yes. And I think having Jason kill a kid would, we wouldn't root for him as much. Yes, that might be cool because it's like kind of different. subverting, different, exactly. But we wouldn't be able to root for him the way we do when he kills a kid. So that's probably why he doesn't. I also kind of like that he almost like mercy, like he doesn't kill. It, it almost presents a mythology that he doesn't kill kids. Like, right. it almost feels like... I'm not saying they say that in the film, but, like, he could have killed a bunch of kids, and he didn't. Right. So, I like that. Uh, I really like Megan. I like Jar- Tommy Jarvis. I mean, it continues his journey, and those are the best films. Not the best, but, you know, some of the best of the franchise. So, I really, really like Six, but it is my number six because I like the other movies more. 
but it's awesome. So my number six is part six, Jason Lives, which I know will upset some people because it's a fantastic fucking movie. Now, I think this is silly because you just had part six is your six, which I feel is one of the better films. And my part six is what you're probably thinking is one of the better films. The final chapter. No. This is part, part four? four. Are right. you fucking serious? I am dead serious. Okay, go ahead. I am deadly serious, sir. Let's hear it. I dig Savani's gore. This is where Tommy. Savini. What did I say? You said Savani. Damn, I've been doing that since day one of this fucking podcast. I feel like podcast. it's your bit. Like you're doing it on purpose. Now. No, it's nice. Savini's gore. We got Tommy introduced. Fun group of Corey kids. Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. Best kids. What are you talking about? The, Dead fuck. What are you talking yes, about? Yes, Crimson Glover, his fucking dance scene. The fucking bitchy in the banana the flipping twins. them off. The twins. They're twins. This uh, is... Oh my god, it's so good! I, he's I got to put it into my computer. But yes. You don't actually have a computer. Oh, it's just all so so good. Um, you know what I think is really interesting? Yes, and there's how, no Betty either. Is how Rob is looking for his sister Sandra. Yes, who is from part two? Mm-hmm. Who Jason has killed, and it's Clay who is looking for Whitney in the remake. Yeah, and you complain about that in the yes. remake, but I'm just saying it's an idea that was done before and i wait, like- wait, wait wait let's get something clear the main characters of part four are fucking cory feldman and those kids that guy just shows up and he's looking for him like the main crux of the whole film of the remake which i said i like is just that he's trying to find and that's like the whole film the 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 kids in that movie right. are just the, expendable the, the, they're just the, killed the, the- the subplot of him right. looking for Sandra isn't as big as Clay looking for Whitney exactly. in the remake. I don't think they're the same thing, but I understand what you're saying. Um, I kind of don't like how he's like just like a good guy. There's like that part when... Um, he's killing me. Okay, yeah, he's killing me. Uh, <laughs> is rough. But there's like that part where Trish is like, you want to sleep inside tonight? And he's like, no, I can sleep outside under the stars. No, nah, man, go fuck her. Hell yeah. You know, and the mom. You know that's that was that's kind of my complaint about Hell yeah. of, of Rob, but you know I fucking love how he's killing me, uh, Jason. I like how it's like two houses, and he's like just fucking back and forth yeah. in in each house. Uh, that's pretty great, dude. Four is like one of the best fucking horror movies ever made, ever. I, I like it a lot. Okay, sure. I just feel like some of the other Fridays are. Uh, so you're gonna hate my next pick, <laughs> okay? Um, but yeah, uh, and then yes, like what you just said, uh, Corey Feldman is uh, terrific. I like how yes. they kind of introduce that idea of like Jason being confused, stunned by seeing like a small child version yeah. like of himself. So that was kind of cool that they uh, which is introduced like that. mythology introduced into like that you can confuse him from too, really. Exactly, like confusing him with the sweater. Um, like exactly. I, I love that stuff. So you can confuse Jason. By pretending to be him or a family member, but when there's fucking trained space marines trying to kill him, no, nope, don't stand a chance. I mean, it's New Line. Fuck New Line. Fuck New Line. Whoa, don't. whoa, whoa. Fuck New Line, man. Okay, go ahead. So yeah, that's that's my part four spiel. Well, um, so I know I know there's a lot of opportunities on here to, to shit on each other for each other's list, but wow, four. I mean, just four is just four so, is six. Like four is so good. So hey, that's what I can say. Dad. You said six was six. Yeah, that's true. I know, but four, man. Fucking final yeah, dude, chapter. Jason lives better. A lot of people think that, so I totally understand what you're saying. So you're number five, good sir. My number five is number five, part five. Ooh. Fucking new beginning. And I love, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not saying it's, I love, I love a new beginning. 
Love it. I can't even look Keegan in the eye right now. Wait, it's my number five. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, it should be higher. No, it's one of my absolute favorites. I fucking love five. Five is so good. Five is great. Danny Steinman. Danny Steinman. porn director. Correct. Straight up. He wanted to give us titties. And he did. Gonzo style. And they wanted to give it. He wanted to give us more. Yes, it's so good. Part five is fantastic. There's an interview with him on the DVD. Where he's like, I just wanted these kids to have a good time with each other. And I wanted <laughs> people to just watch it. And then Jason kills them. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. You understand this world. How good is the the guy, the fat guy with the hair that's eating the fucking candy? And he just gets fucking hit in the stomach with a goddamn axe right. by that guy. Um, it's so good. Roy's kid. And he's just creating a mess with the laundry. Yeah. I wish I could remember that character's name. I right. can't remember either. I hate him. It's so good. I hate him. And then the. Well, let's uh, talk about Junior. The pseudo goth chick is great. Violet. Yes. No, Junior is the fuck ass on the motorcycle. Oh. They hurt me, Ma. Yeah. They hurt me. And then he like. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking dumb. Yeah. That's great. And she's. They've been fucking on my property again. She's making my fucking stew. So good. It's great. So good. It's (gasps) so trashy. Yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. Part five is like motel hell mixed with fucking uh, final chapter. Like, and let's, I think maybe we'll save it. Cause you haven't spoken about the film yet. You haven't uh, brought it up yet, but uh, the idea that it's not Jason in five uh, spoilers in part five, it is not Jason. And I'm okay with it. This is what's, I think this film perfectly encapsulates what I'm trying to say by we can get away. You can get away with anything in a Friday film if it has good, fun characters, and just the overall movie's great. So the fact that it's not Jason, I don't care. He's still wearing a mask, still killing people, still bloody, still titties, still whatever. And it's really good. But when you start fucking doing basement demons and knives and shit, I'm out. Imagine it's 1987. Okay. And you go to see it's a dark and seedy night. Friday thirteenth, a new beginning. If Jason still haunts you. You're not alone. And you're sitting in a packed theater. 30 seconds and straight. it's not fucking Jason. I'd be upset. Were, were people pissed? Yeah, I'd were be upset. angry? But I guess we're that's not a those film people. people had to come around to then, huh? Yeah, dude. It's uh, Part 5 is fantastic. It, it's my number five. It's I love it. I just like the other these other films more. They do feature Jason. So this one's a difficult one. But A New Beginning is so fucking good. I love I'm it. I'm surprised you didn't complain about the portrayal of Tommy. Because he almost gets a backseat. I don't think he's that good. Like, I wish it wasn't that guy. I, I like... Are you saying the actor or the, 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 or, actor. Or the portrayal the, of how he's, like, fucked in the head now and he's, like, weak? No, I like that. I just think the actor's kind of... So you just don't like that dude? Yeah, he's. He, I don't think he's very good. Okay. I feel like he's, like, playing, a like, a character in a movie, not fucking... I don't feel like he's... I don't know. He didn't feel like Tommy Jarvis to me. Hmm. So, my number five is part five, A New Beginning, um, again... Not to say I don't like that movie. It is my number five. It's one of my favorites. It's just uh, not as good as the rest that I'm about to talk about. But what is Eric Hoff's, Eric Coffin's Terror Tunes number five? And now my number five, in which I'm absolutely sure you're going to hate me for having this one above four. Uh, Freddy versus Jason. (laughs) And I'm going to disagree with what you said about how those characters are not good because I think those characters are so good. They're better than a dead fuck, Crispin Glover, fucking Corey Feldman. Hear me out. I think those characters are so good. Yeah. Okay, you're saying you think Crispin Glover is fun. And I agree with you. I think he's fun too. 
I think these characters are so good. I feel like they've been in a previous Nightmare on Elm Street entry. Sure, that makes I sense. I feel like they've it's... popped up in a previous film. I feel like this is a continuation of a story because they're because what I've learned about them is so good that it's like, oh, fuck, I already know these guys. But I don't. I, this is the first time they've ever popped up. I totally understand what you're trying to get at. But what you just said is, is, is a perfect argument. Yeah, a fucking Nightmare on Elm Street movie. I'm ranking the fucking Fridays. You're right. See what I'm saying? You're like, right. It's more of a nightmare film, and that's fine. Nightmare on Elm Street's great. I love Freddy vs. Jason, but... Hey, man, I just want kids to be fun. That's a good Whatever point. Whatever franchise no, that's they're a good from. Point. It, that's a good point. But and, it, uh, and my point so is it just that, feels more like... I, I like the like the stoner guy's fun. I like yeah. the nerdy guy. Uh, but yeah, it feels like they're from a previous entry, and it's like, oh, shit. No, that's a good argument. Because like, they've had like run-ins with Freddy before. Right. And so I guess that's why they feel um, hypnocell like and shit. Yeah, and which is from part three. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think the movie is crazy pace. It's ninety-seven minutes. That's awesome. But it's like boom, 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 boom. A lot of shit happens in Freddy vs. Jason. And I also like how I feel like it's a simple fucking story. Yeah, kids have forgotten about Freddy. He goes to resurrect Jason. Jason ain't gonna stop. Simple ass fucking. So I can get behind. I can get behind the story of that, and I can get behind the story of uh, these kids. I like how I've already said this already. I like how it turns into like a fucking WWE wrestling match. Yeah, and I like how fucking gory it gets. Like when they're on the dock, yeah, fighting. Yeah, like that shit is great. There's just blood, fucking literally guising. I don't know if that's a word. Uh, fucking out of their wounds and shit. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I also love the set pieces in the fight. There's the man, the torpedoes part where he's like those fucking, I don't know, oxygen tanks. Yeah. They, and he's they like, would not do that. Yeah. And he's yeah. like launching them at him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's that part where he like pushes all those rods yeah. uh, onto Jason. There's that part where there's like, uh, I don't know what it is. It's like a huge, huge crate attached to a train. Yeah. That's like bouncing around in like, uh, like an enclosed area where they're standing yep. and eventually it hits them and like flies them onto the deck. I love that fucking dream sequence. That is really fucking cool. How we see Jason dream sequence. Yeah. And then we see Freddie at crystal light. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, that's fantastic. Um, dude, it's an I, awesome. I, I like it a lot. I dig it. I love Freddie versus Jason. I almost feel like I got into Freddie versus Jason even before I got into the Fridays. Yeah. Um, I remember watching it in the theater. My oldest brother took me. As soon as the film starts, I hear this clinking where he's like snuck in a six pack of beer. Hell yeah! And he's just getting faded in the theater. What beer was it? I fucking I fucking don't remember. Steel Reserve. I don't fucking remember. Um, Bushlight. You know, not with the exception of. I mean, this is kind of weird to say. With the exception of the remake and Part Six, you know, it's the only one I've seen in a theater. Oh yeah. So um, I fucking love. Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'm with you, but, you know, it's not fucking better than part four, so that you're wrong about that. But mm-hmm. I'm with you. I like the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. So, Doc, we're getting down to the last third All right. of these films. I'm surprised you're not yelling at me because I put part five in front of six. I like five more than... Well, I, I, I actually have something to say to that okay. when I get there. So, All we're right. on to five. All right. So, my... No, I'm on my number four. Let's see. <laughs> yep, four. All right, my this number four. My fourth favorite Friday the 13th film is part three. Big, big fan of part Love three. three. The reason I like three so much, again, it's that Paramount original Jason shit. It's, those are my, 
they're, as you're going to find out, they're my favorite films. I love the, how he carries himself. Yes, absolutely. I think he's very scary. I think that dream sequence where he fucking sees her and he's like, like you said, all excited. Like, giddy. He, he runs all the way out to the dock. Like, I honestly think it's like one of the most pure, scary moments of Friday the 13th. There's that. And then there's a scene in part two that you already mentioned, but I'll talk about that in a minute. I think it's scary. Like it's like pure fever dream. Jason fucking scary. I think that's awesome. Um, I like Danny Kimmel in the movie. She's the, 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 um, Chris, she's Chris, you know, we, uh, Elric Kane talks a lot about that blue sweater and I'm, I'm with him on that. Uh, um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, I just really like a lot of the characters in this one too. Shelly's great. The chick that Shelly's trying to get with is super hot. I'm with you on that. So she takes the fucking spear gun spear yep. to the eye. Spear gun's great. Yeah. And yeah. And I kind of feel like she's coming around to Shelly. Yeah. And, and that then, sucks. And then fucking Jason's just got to go be a cock blocker. So yeah, part three is great. We've talked a lot about it. It's my number four. Um, I just like, you know, my favorite Friday the 13th and my favorite Jason's are the original Paramount films. Uh, nice. They, they, live in this world that I feel like is, I don't know, 80s filmmaking that I just really, really, really love. And I feel like as they went on into the late 80s and into the 90s, they got more and more, I don't know, you don't see the grain as much. Like you're talking about with Jason X, which I do like a lot, which I did say. Um, You're right, that movie does not look as good. Like it's shot like more cleanly. And I really like the original Paramount films because they're really grainy. They're really, like you feel like you're in the early eighties. Like they're just, there's something about them. And so I really like the Paramount film. So part three is my number four. What is Eric Coffin's number four? I do love me some part three. Part three is great. Remem- and he gets his mask. I remember, uh, years ago, uh, you know, there'd always be a horror movie in cap at Walmart. And I remember there specifically just being a Friday the 13th, in cap and it was just bare That's bones uh, DVDs and I remember when I first saw it uh, three was the first one that I bought nice and then I bought eight mistake but uh, you know I love three yeah three is so, so good um, I really like all the characters in three but okay that's right, that's my number four what's your number four you ready for my four yep you ready yep part nine Jason goes to hell and it just blew me away that I liked it so much. Now, I'm referring to the unrated version. And I don't know how big of a difference between the rated and the unrated version is. I remember you told me three minutes. But, Da, it's pretty fucking nasty. You're going to hang your whole hat. It's pretty. <laughs> it's fucking three minutes longer. It's pretty fucking gory, Da. Okay. When I'm talking nasty. So, a little bit of gore means it's better than that's part That's what I four? want, Da. That's all I want. But part is four? tits. You're crazy. It's, it's fine. And it's okay. Gore. It's, it's you're, a, you're, you're just fucking crazy. It's fine. It's a nasty film, Da. It is. I agree. Uh, there's a scene when the medical examiner it's is a, eating the, yes, is Jason's heart. That's it's just like oozing awesome. out it's of like his mouth. It's like black. There's a scene whenever Jason's... Black uh, blood, it's fucking tight. Jason's spectral self, I don't know what to fucking call it, is leaving the sheriff. Yeah. And the sheriff is just like melting Yeah, uh, on the ground. Um, there's that tent kill where there's that couple bony. Yeah, it's great. And he fucking stabs her through the chest with a spear and then fucking pulls upward and fucking splits her up the middle while she's still on top of this dude. Yep. It's like a nasty fucking uh, kill. I agree. Um, I guess I don't really have a problem with the body swapping. 
idea because it kind of makes it a uh, possession film. And that almost makes sense whenever Steven finds the Necronomicon in the Voorhees house. Yeah. Because what do deadites do? They're possessing people. I'm not saying Jason, I'm not saying J- Jason's a deadite, but eh, he might be a deadite. Eh, I'll, 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 I'll go along with uh, Every, that idea. Go ahead, keep going. Keep going. Now, it's nothing new to have a character we've never met before somehow be related to Jenny. All right. We saw it with Chris. Yep. Saw it with Rennie. Saw it with Rob. So that the idea that his sister is out there, but I will give you that it's bullshit that there's a special dagger that it's not the sister. It's, it's not just the sister. It's the cacophony of bullshit that they added to this movie uh, like it's the mythology that they added that I don't like. It's it's too much. If it were just the sister, I'd roll with it. But it's the knife and the Necronomicon and him switching bodies and the fucking slug that comes out of his mouth. So I don't want to just I don't want to the, mischaracterize. The it's not yes, Voorhees thing. It's so, not just uh, the sister. It's all of it at once is bullshit. So so this is how I would describe part nine. Okay, Jason goes to hell in a dark and seedy all land. Right, uh, it's a nasty, gory, possession, creature feature, Friday the 13th. No holds barred. I mean, no other fucking Friday has done that. And then, of course, the new, and then, of course, the fucking ending, which took New Line 10 years to keep their promise, but they did. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, Doc. Part nine? Like, what if it wasn't a fucking Jason film? Yeah. It would be probably one of the best fucking horror films ever. I, I think it is a wild-ass fucking nasty film, and I love it. I think it's an awesome movie. I said earlier that I felt like I liked it a lot more because I looked at it. You just said exactly how I looked at it. I looked at it as more of a horror film and not as a Friday film, and I liked it a lot more. But, yeah, I mean, above four, you're fucking crazy. Yep. You're taking crazy pills. You took too much aspirin, duh. I love it. I love nine, and I couldn't believe it. I was blown away by nine revisiting Nine's it. over for you. That's fucking nine stupid. Nine is over four. Well, and that was my part. I wish that. I could say I respect your choices, but I don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, wow. All right, now let's hear three. Well, uh, I hope we lived up to that. That was great. Um, I don't think I can live up to something like that that you just did. And it just gets crazier. I can't wait. My number three is, uh, I've, it's a little bit surprising, but... I think the reason it's my number three, which is very high, is because of this. Or the original characters are very, very good. And it's the original film, Friday the 13th. This is your I, three? This is my three. Okay. You know, this movie, it was tough because as I was making my list, I like these other movies a lot. You know, uh, three, five, and six. But there's just the more and more I kept thinking about Adrian King, honestly, and the original cast and Kevin Bacon. And, She's you great. Know, it, it's, it's really good. Like, it's really fucking good and i think what i've said a lot and what i'm trying to explain is i feel like i'm kind of a (laughs) this is gonna sound really pretentious but like almost like i'm kind of a purist i'm kind of a film purist i really like that this is the first film that it had such great characters that it kicked off this franchise that pamela Voorhees is in it and when the young boy drown it's a fantastic movie and also it's late 70s early 80s it's it looks and feels so good. Whereas like other later films like Jason goes to hell is very clean. It's a very clean movie. Yes. It's disgusting, but the way it's shot is very clean. It doesn't look as good to me. So yeah, 
I really like the original film. I really like the original cast. I love the the twist ending. It just feels like a classic so Hitchcock bait and switch, but it's a slasher. So yeah, the original film's awesome. I love it. Uh, it's kind of like a reverse psycho, huh? Yeah, exactly. The exactly. mother imitating the child. And the young boy drown. And she's awesome. Uh, fucking Pamela Voorhees is just so good. So, yeah. My number three. Betsy Palmer. The original film. Very good. Very good. What is Eric Coffin's number three? You ready? No. The remake. Wow. Okay, so the other night, you and I were playing the Friday the 13th video game, and I said that the remake solved the problem of trying to create a new Friday the 13th. There's a part where at the very beginning, there's kids, they're hunting for the weed fucking plantation. Uh, one kid starts telling the story of Jason Voorhees, mm-hmm. and he says, it gets weirder. Jason just keeps coming back. Boom! That's all the explanation I need. Yeah. I don't need anybody related to Jason. I don't need to see him get shocked by an electric eel or a fucking lightning bolt through a rod. Just, you know what? He's still out there. Yeah. Boom. Um, I mean, Look, I... I respect all that. I like the remake. I already said that, but above four, Doc. <laughs> above four, Let doc. me tell you why. Okay. Tell me you why. Ready? Yes, tell me why. Again, I watched the unrated cut. The unrated cut's Dude, good. there's so much tits in it, and there's so much violence. There's terrific kills. We talked about that the fucking sleeping bag. stupendous nipple, nipple placement. placement. Um, I love that part whenever, they, they're, whenever the, they're fucking. And in the unrated cut, they fuck for a while. No, I know. It's, it, it's, it's crazy. And, and and it's funny because she says something like, uh, are you close to coming or don't come yet? And he's like, I'm going to give you 10 seconds and then I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It, it, um, I, I rewatched it with Wes about a year, year and a half ago. And literally we were watching that sex scene. And I, and I looked over, I'm like, dude, it keeps cutting back to it. It's such a long sex. It's probably like the and, longest in the, in the franchise. And then there's that scene where like Whitney escapes and she's just about to like knock on the window where they're fucking, and then Jason fucking yeah, grabs her. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. Um, so that's why I'm so pro uh, the remake. But over four years, you're crazy. Um, there's that scene where there's that dude. He goes to check on his friend uh, in the uh, like the storage shed. Yeah, and he takes like a fucking frying pan with him. He's gonna use as like a fucking shield, and there and he has an altercation with Jason. And he's able to get away. And as he's running, Jason picks up an axe and he throws it and yes. it hits him in the back. Yes. And then Jason, he's like trying to lure him out. Remember, he's like crying for help. He yeah. Just like oh, it's kill awesome. Him yeah, right yeah away. it's cool. But then he flips him over and shoves him on his back and the fucking axe goes through his back and through the front of his chest. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember that. God, so good. And let me tell you some things that I'm not a fan of. Jason taking captives, having a fucking underground cave. Yeah, it's bullshit. Uh, yeah. System. And I really don't think this this entry has a final girl. I feel no. like Clay is uh, the main character. Yeah. You know, he's looking for his sister, Whitney, but she's not in it so much. And then he teams up with the rich girl's uh, girlfriend. Yep. But she really doesn't do much other than kind of aid in them looking for uh, the sister. There's that terrific part where they're like in his house and there's like a hole in yeah. the wall yeah and he's like what is that and he pulls it out and it's fucking pamela's head so that's great i love how like the remake is like um referencing much better movies well i was gonna say it's like greatest hits of one through three and then does its own thing which is kind of what a remake should do give me the highs then do your own thing like this is a fucking friday film da it's fucking jason fucking killing kids getting high <laughs> getting getting fucking on what what how do you not like this movie? 
<laughs> you're stupid. I cannot believe you're saying I don't like it. I, I like I, the remake a lot. How are you not as enthusiastic I, about this film? Because the other, it's a, it's fucking, a fucking, the Paramount oh, films then, are so then, much better. And then whenever he fucking kills the rich kid, he like stabs him from behind yeah. with his machete, then grabs, you know, the, the sharp side of the machete and then starts like pulling yeah. up. And remember the rich kid thinks like he doesn't know who's driving that truck. Yeah. And then he fucking impales him on the truck and the truck drives drives away with his dead fucking body. Yes, it's it's awesome. so, so good. The remake, this is a good remake. I like the remake a lot. We talked about it a lot on the remakes episode. I I have no issue with the remake. It's just not fucking better than four. What's what's funny is... um, You're crazy. I used to feel very, um, like, in the middle with this film. Blase. Just like, "Eh, it's not bad, it's not good, but then... Nine in the remake just fucking surprised easy. Wow. And that is my number three Your number film. three favorite Friday the 13th film is it's the, the remake. fucking remake. Oh, okay. It is a Jason right. fucking film. The f- I, I am not arguing about the movie. I like the remake, but you're just fucking crazy. It's fine. It's okay. You can just be crazy. We all go a little mad sometimes. That's the wrong franchise, but... Uh... I don't give a fuck, now. You know what I'm <laughs> referencing. Yes, I do. Okay. Number two. We've been at it for almost three hours. Keegan's number two. Keegan's number two is a movie I've said a thousand times just now, and it's part four, the final chapter. Friday the thirteenth. He's part killing four, me. The final chapter. My favorite part of the movie is he's Good. killing me. That's not your favorite part. No. Uh Dead Fuck is a great highlight. The twins, the fucking uh Corey Feldman aspect. Uh Corey Feldman's sister is hot. Yes. Uh I'm just into fucking all of it. It's easily one of my favorite horror movies ever made it's it's what i call it's the quintessential jason friday the 13th film whenever i tell someone to watch a friday the 13th movie i would tell them to watch four it is not my favorite in the franchise but it is the fucking like best friday the 13th film is part four that's a very interesting idea like if somebody asked me like part four no question which friday do i watch I'd almost go with three. three. Okay, I get that, but four is better than three, so I, I'd go with I go with four. Um, I would either tell people four or six because it's so Jason centric, and that's what most people that are are um, you know not big fans of these films want. They just want to see Jason kill people, okay. and I totally get hey, that. That's what I want. Hey, I want that too. But I'm just saying, uh, I think four is the ultimate. Like I would call part four the ultimate like it, it could be called friday the 13th ultimate edition because part four is that to me so that's why i like it so much that's why it's my number two it's jason it's killing and the kids are the best for me it's all about the characters and the kids and i want to see them die but i want to like them before they die correct so that's fucking why corkscrew through the hand so good so good. Crispin Glover fucking dancing and trying to. I don't like. And then uh, Teddy. Teddy's trying to fuck one of the the. No, I don't like Teddy. You don't like Teddy. He he acts like he's all he like fucking you know Mister fucking I get all the ladies. He's us. Teddy's and, us. And then he ends up alone watching the silent porn film. Teddy's us <laughs> watching the silent porn uh, in the other room, and he's making fun of like the the chicks on the porn. Right. It's so good. It's uh. Fantastic. Is four the one with the hot sex scene in the shower? I think so. I want to say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It's uh, four so good. Everything about it's good. He's killing me. No. Ultimate, Truthfully. Ultimate Jason. Ultimate honestly, high. Ultimate rush. 100%. You're okay with the he's killing me? 
<laughs> I mean, because I like the film, yeah. I mean, it's okay. stupid as fuck. Okay. But it's so good. Same dude who did The Prowler. Do you jo- like The Prowler? Joseph Zito? Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Prowler's good. Not a big Prowler guy. You know that. I think The Prowler got him Jason 4. Yeah. Jason 4. Okay. You sound like a new line guy right now. But hmm. enough about that. Hmm. That is my number two. Maybe I am a new line guy. Oh, what is Eric? Okay, what is Eric Coffin's, Eric Hoff's number well, two favorite? I can finally tell you you're wrong for having this film down lower than where you had it. Cool, let's hear Part it. Part five, The New Beginning. I Fantastic. love this film so much. And it's pretty much for all the reasons I've been saying. It's fucking good, man. I it's love part five. So Roy is fantastic. You know, it almost makes me think how sleazy. It almost makes me think how sleazy the remake is. Yeah. Um, well, because the remake was made shortly. It was made during and shortly after, like torture porn. Right. Yeah. So at that point in horror cinema, you could kind of just go for it and do whatever you wanted. And so that's the one thing I respect Platinum Dunes and Michael Bay's company for doing. But they they did all that, but didn't make any fucking good characters. But please proceed with so, number five. Aside from the sleazy, I'm sorry, part five. Aside from the sleaziness and the Gonzo porn style shooting, right? I love Demon. Demon, so much. listen. The entire fucking scene is just so ridiculous. So you learn that Demon has a little brother, Reggie, and. The like head Reggie's the fucking best, by the way. The the head what's her name? Hold on, give me just one Pam. Second. Pam. She's hot. Okay, so she is going to take Reggie to go see her brother Demon, who lives in a trailer park. And when they get to his van, uh he's just in there like smoking a uh, hell a yeah. joint. Yeah, and, and, and she's okay with it. And begging that chick. She's just perfectly okay with it. And 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 Reggie introduces Pam. As his girlfriend. Yeah. And I love how he's But he's got, eating those goddamn enchiladas. He's, he's, he's got this crazy selection of food. He offers him an egg roll, a taco, or pizza. <laughs> but what makes him have to take a shit is these damn enchiladas. Yes. And I love how we see him. Like, who fucking wrote this? Like, this is fucking... Like, were they trying to be silly? When are you going to dress as Damon? For fucking Halloween. Like, I don't know what they're going for with this scene, but it's so fucking good. Ooh, it's baby. so fucking Ooh, funny. Baby. So he's in the fucking outhouse. The now. shitter. If he's you in the shitter, right. And initially the girlfriend starts shaking the outhouse. And he's all up and he's all upset with her. And he's like trying to wipe his ass. He's like trying to hurry up. And he's telling her, Now you're gonna get it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But he's like serious. Like, yeah, yeah, he's like, like upset. It's like a joke at first, and then he's like, now I'm going to get you, bitch. Now, now you're going to get a bitch. <laughs> and then that's when they start with the ooh, baby. Yeah, ooh, and ooh then, baby. And then Jason fucking comes in and fucking kills them both. And uh, it's just such a crazy high of a scene. If you remember, uh, this is also when Junior shows up. And he starts like calling him like the R word or something. And then Jason beats up Junior right there. And that's when he goes back and they hurt me, Ma. It's oh, yeah. just it's just crazy. So let's talk about the ending. Okay. All right. He's just wiping out all the kids mm-hmm. at the I'm gonna call it a loony bin. I'm gonna be politically incorrect here. Okay. Um I, I think we've dropped enough F bombs today. I feel like this must be our most. Yeah, it's definitely the Scarface of the Ghoul Squad. But um, listen, it's fucking Jason. Okay, right, right. right. We're we're here to be sleazy. Absolutely, sleazy, easy, and fun. So sleazy, easy. I like that one. So they are in the barn, 
and he's chasing Reggie and Pam. Yes. Okay. Do you think Pam's hot? I'm, I'm into Pam. Megan, I think, is the prettiest of the final girls. But wow. yes, I like Pam. Okay. Going so, right for it, huh? Going right for it. So, Tommy walks into the barn and he like calls out his name. Yeah. And Roy turns to him as if he knows who he is. Now, was that just something the filmmakers were doing to confuse us, to make us think this switch. is still Jason? Yeah. Or did Roy suddenly have an interest in Tommy just because he was the closer victim? And I love that quick standoff that they have. Yeah, you know, because sense. Tommy thinks he's seeing Jason, you know. I don't like how, and we've already said this, how Tommy kind of gets sidelined. I would have been okay with that idea of making Tommy... Um, like a final girl? No, I was going to say the killer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and one thing that I do really appreciate, whenever Tommy has uh, a hallucination of oh, Jason... Oh, it's red... red uh, he's wearing yeah. the correct mask. Yeah, it's fucking yes. sick, dude. So It's, dude, five is so good. It's five sick. is incredible. And I had a... I, I liked five so much revisiting it that I thought it was going to make it one. But I've said what my one is so many times. I yeah. figured... We'll, we'll stay stick with one. it. Yeah, it's. A, I love fucking five so much. Yeah, dude, I'm with you. Five is great. Five was my uh, number five actually, and it's so good. And I've talked about this before, but just a quick shout out to that Wolf is just fine music Absolutely. video. So goddamn. So so we're down to the number ones. This is where it all comes down to. I feel like these two films, which I'll do mine first, then yours, perfectly as as usual with the Goal Squad podcast. Cast, and as usually with Keegan and Eric, they perfectly encapsulate who the two of the us are. franchise are. Okay. Now, who the two of us are. Okay. And because my favorite Friday the 13th film, which is I have not mentioned, so you probably already know what it is. My favorite Friday the 13th is Friday the 13th Part 2. This goddamn movie is easily my favorite Friday. Easily. <laughs> what? I'm laughing at my notes for okay. my next one. Oh, dude, I'm so glad you're not listening to me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's easily my favorite Friday film. It's easily one of my favorite horror movies ever made. This is, honestly, this might be my favorite slasher because it is Friday, so I do like it a lot. And it's my favorite Friday. This might be, like, my favorite slasher, dude. Like, honestly. Period. Ever. And I completely understand. Not the Tripper. The Tripper's okay. I completely understand that most people want, are, are, are more Jason purists. They want to see him with the fucking hockey mask, killing people. I, I want to see his whole body. I totally get that. I totally get that. But I love the kids in this movie and I love baghead Jason. I am like, and I'm not, I, I'm, I'm infatuated with baghead Jason. Like I think he's fucking sick. I think he's scary. I think the scariest scene in the whole movie you described the scariest scene in the Pops whole up. franchise is when she's walking up to the bed and she's like saying the name or whatever, Timmy, Timmy or whatever it is. And he just fucking raises out of the bed directly at her. And it's the scariest scene in the franchise to me. And to me, I really like scary scenes in film. I always want sure. these like sort of visceral moments that you, you don't get in a lot of horror is just like killing people in blood and stuff. But sometimes these movies have these like transcendent moments to me at least. And I feel like this is one of them. And then the chase at the end of the film, all the way to his fucking uh, shack, his shack. And then, you know, which I, we have not said her name yet. Amy Steele uh, as Ginny, Ginny puts on the, the, uh, the sweater. sweater. 
Um, that whole chase, honestly, I rewatched this movie. Okay, there's a scene whenever she makes it into the shack, and I think she's like contemplating putting on the shed. Uh, oh, the oh, sweater. But he, you can see him through the window. It's so good. Yes, yes, I know. It. That's what I'm saying. This whole chase scene, the way it's shot. Uh, I rewatched this movie about three or four days ago. I've seen it a million times. My fucking heart was beating because of how good this chase scene is shot. Also, just Jason, he's so scary in that fucking bag. I'm sorry, he is. I think he's fucking scary. So that whole chase scene, once all the kids are dead and she's just running and he's just fucking running after her. And you can, like you said, it's a POV. Like it's shot from inside the shack and you can see through the windows. He's coming. He's fucking running at her. And it's like all one shot. Like, it's brilliant. Like I, this is Steve Miner, right? This is Steve Miner. This movie makes me like, God, I need to see all Steve Miner films. Now, some of the movies he's made fucking <laughs> suck. He fucking directed the Day of the Dead movie. Yeah, and it's trash. The biggest turd. So, but I just respect so much about this movie. And and let me just say, okay, that my favorite final girl is Amy Steele, and it's Ginny. And honestly, if it wasn't for her, I don't know what I would think of this movie. But I fucking love her and. You know, I love that she is like kind of doesn't give a shit. She pulls up fucking late. She shows up late. And uh, I love that she's a jokester and she's our final girl, but she like, she, <laughs> here you go. Uh, take this recording out. Uh, she's our final girl, but she fucks. Yes. I fucking love that. I love that, you know, most final girls are the virgin, right? That's like the thing in slashers. And yes. she's like totally salacious. She doesn't give a shit. She's just like a person. That's, that's one thing I like about Alice. In the first yeah. one. Oh, that's sick too. Is, is she doesn't have sex, but she doesn't seem like she's uptight. Like no, she's not like a prude, right? Right. There's that yeah. part where they're playing like strip poker or something. And she's yeah. like just about to start taking off yeah. her clothes, but then they need to go search for somebody. Yeah. And I just love that about Amy Steele and Jenny in this film. Like I just, her, her characters, I think the best in the, in the franchise and that combined with Baghead Jason. And mm-hmm. then all the other kids are so good. The fucking wheelchair guy uh, who's trying to, who, who's, who's going to come out of it. Who's going to try to get fucked Late. by that. Yeah. By that. She, the, she's having it more than he is. Dude. She's so into him that it's like my favorite thing in the world. And maybe it's maybe, <laughs> maybe that's you wishing. I, I was going to say, maybe this is wish fulfillment. I'm kind of kidding, but maybe it's wish fulfillment in that. Like I want a girl to like me as much as that wheelchair guy is liked by that chick. And that dude's in a wheelchair. Yeah. He's in a wheelchair. And well, I, well, does everything else work? Right? No, it's so good. Cause she's like, yeah. Uh, is oh your legs are, are hurt right he's like yeah well does is anything else work and yeah yeah i do pretty good for myself and it's it's so cool like i it sounds like i'm kind of joking but i i genuinely like their interaction i love that i love Ginny's like uh he's like the the head counselor or whatever and then there's the joker and then there's that fantastic fucking storytelling scene where he tells the story of jason he's like jason's out there, he's still out there. and he's hungry and all that shit well, like so I, that's one thing i really like about part two it's is, so is, sick is, there's that part where Ginny is trying to like rationalize yeah. jason where they're in the bar and she's yeah. like what if there really was a little boy who saw his mom beheaded and he's just been living off the land all this and now time. he's just like a mongoloid uh uh person out there and they're like laughing at her and she's again this is why i, I really like, dig that this is why i like Ginny and amy Steele's character so much is she's like they're like laughing and she's like i'm serious no, guys i'm serious like what if that happened like wouldn't that be scary and then that is fucking what happened it is scary um it's so good it's so so, so good is jason not supernatural in the first i don't think two so films not, no first not three two films. and three he shouldn't be supernatural in those two um because we didn't get fucking zombie jason till six right but 
it's so sick. And I, I know you kind of disputed the ending and said it wasn't good. And I totally get I, that. I hate it. I like the bullshit of it because I feel like it's as bullshit as the first film. Like the fact that Jason comes out Is of the he lake. Still out there. Yeah. Well, then the boy. Then he's still there. Oh, we didn't see that. So so good in the first in the first film. But yeah, it's. Uh, I just love like the fever dream insanity of this film. And again, the best part of it is. Like in terms of filmmaking, the chase. It's, mm-hmm. dude, it's like twenty minutes long. I no, swear to God. Well, I was gonna say the chase in three. Oh, chase in three is good. He too. chases fucking Chris forever. Yeah, but the the chase into the final chase of him trying to get to Jenny, uh, is, I just think it's incredibly well shot. It's well paced. Like my heart was beating the whole time, and like my heart's like I kind of slowed down for a second, and then you see him running out uh, uh through the shack windows, and I'm like, oh fuck, he's still coming. It's so good. And also just like the mythology building of she puts on the sweater and distracts him and all that stuff. I fucking love that. I already said this, but I love how that's Betsy Palmer. Yes. Yeah. yeah he's envisioning his, his mom. Yeah, It's like directly a sequel. It's dude. It's, I know like the mythology's fucked up. I totally get what you're saying, but yeah, it's my favorite. It's easily one of my favorite slashers and probably my favorite slasher and one of my favorite horror movies of all time. So part two, I'm a part two guy all the way. Um, so mine are basically part two and part four are my two favorites, but part two above everything. So, that is my list. Eric Hoff, he still has his number one. What my is number one. Eric Coffin's number one favorite Friday the 13th film? It is part six, Jason Lives. Now, a few years ago, I went to a function at the Alamo Draft House in uh, Lubbock, Lubbock Texas. Texas. It was called Dismembering the Alamo, where they played four horror films back to back to back to back. But it was a secret. No one knew what they were going to play. And the last film that they played was uh, Jason Lives. Now, I had seen Jason Lives plenty of times before, but it was just so exciting. My favorite Friday the 13th I'm about to get to see on the big screen with a crowd of enthusiastic people. And the scene whenever Tommy is in the lake and he's calling out to Jason to come to him, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like I'm and it was on fucking thirty five millimeter. That's was, insane. That's so fucking crazy. And I was like, holy shit, I'm about to see this climax in this setting. Yeah, in this setting, yeah. And it was fucking the best time of Phenomenal. my life. Um I love how again, part six continues the story. Tommy's still institutionalized. He's going to escape to see if Jason really is uh buried. One thing that turns me off though about six is the humor. Yeah. Some of it is okay. But it's kind of dumb. Like, there's I, a part where he kills that girl at the beginning, and she, like, drops her, like, credit cards. Yeah. Uh, there's a part where they're, like, I they're running from the cops, and there's, like, a sign that says, like, speeding question mark. Yeah, and I'm a... That kind of kills it for me. It's a little paint, corny. The paintball comedy. Not a okay. fan of that. But there is some funny shit. There's the character... The of, smiley face in the tree? Uh, No, that's another one that turns me off. No, uh, there's the character of Court where he's like trying to explain to the, to the kids how Indians would build up rocks. And he's just like super into it, but the kids don't give a shit. Yeah. But there's that part where he's like boning that girl in the, in the RV and uh, she's just like super into it. And she's like, don't come until this song yeah, until is the over. Until the song's over, yeah. He's like, how long is it? And she's like, it's just another 10 minutes. And the expression on his face yeah. where he's just like, fuck, <laughs> yeah. no, I can't make it. But then the power gets cut off. Yeah. So she's like, like I, you didn't come, did you? And he's I, like, I thought that was the song. <laughs> I thought it was over. Ah, uh, so good. Um, the ending uh, that, is, that That girl's is, kill is incredible, by the way. When he pushes her, her fucking face. face all the way against the metal. Right. So sick. Um, and that scene is just great where after the RV flips, after he kills he Cor- fucking and he like, boom. Yeah, blows the thing, the, the hatch door. off. 
Dude, so that good. is so badass. Sorry. Um, the ending of trapping Jason at the bottom of the lake, like that is so fucking cool. Like yeah. that is such a cool idea of like how to get rid of Jason. Like yeah. that is perfect. Um, I love the fight that ensues. How like uh, he's under the boat, they can't see him, and then he pops up and then he bursts through. Um, then he, they fucking cut his neck with the fucking propeller blade. I fucking love uh, all of that. I think it's interesting how we've talked about uh, having the kids at the camp. Uh, they call him Maggot Head. There's that part where the caretaker sees that they've dug up uh, the body, but he doesn't want to lose his job. And yeah. He's like, they probably think I'm a fart head. And then it cuts <laughs> to all those kids, and they're like, yeah! That's some of the humor uh, yeah. that I do like. And lastly, Alice Cooper's, he's back. Oh, the it's man great. Behind the, the mask. mask. It's just so good. All of that. It's just kind of a bummer that it's not a sleazy entry. But other than that, it all wraps up to make what I think is the best Friday the 13th film. The opening of six is unquite. It's like perfect fan fiction, perfect, like Oh, perfect Jason, perfect fucking opening to the movie when uh, the lightning fucking Strikes. brings it back to life and he raises out. Dude, it's that's so good. That and, is so good. And Tom Matthews portrayal of Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, it's great. That is my Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, way, way better than uh, part five Tommy Jarvis. And um, you did not mention Megan. So please go on about Megan. Oh, I like how she wants to be helpful. Like she believes, you know, her, her yeah. father is the sheriff and, you know, he doesn't believe uh, Tommy. In fact, he thinks that Tommy may be the one who's uh, see, doing the killing. See, I find that plot point un, like kind of annoying and frustrating from a from a viewer standpoint. Uh, get him out of here. Know. Get him out of town. Get him out of town. He's fucking crazy. He's fucking crazy. Oh, he's not crazy. Like I, you know me. I've talked sure. about it on the pod before. I kind of hate that. We get it. We fucking get it. But it's still a great movie, right? So uh, Megan, tell me about. Yeah, me. no, I just like how she wants to be helpful. She wants to drive. She wants to get the weapons, and she's very pretty. And wants his face in her crotch in the car. Yeah. Which, you know, anybody can relate to that. Good stuff. But yeah, it's so fun. It's good. Uh, part six, fantastic. <laughs> part six, fantastic. Yep. So good. So that is my fave. Wow. So let's do our list. Let's do our full list. Okay. From top to bottom or bottom to top? Uh, bottom to top. So. All right. You go, Doug. All right. I've got uh, my least favorite is Jason Goes to Hell. Then the remake, then Jason goes to, uh, no, I'm sorry. Then Jason takes Manhattan, then Jason X, then Freddy versus Jason, then part seven, part six, part five, part three, the original film. And my two favorites are part four, the final chapter. And my favorite is part two. And my Uh, wacky goddamn list. They uh, put the fucking remake above part four. Is New Blood, Jason takes Manhattan, X part two. The original film, part three, the final chapter, Freddy vs. Jason, Goes to Hell, the remake, A New Beginning, and Jason Lives. All right. Well, that was... Differing. You have extremely different lists. That's I mean, good. not even close lists. Um, so I dug it. We hope you enjoyed this uh, episode. We do have a little bit more content coming up. Yes. Yes, we do. We're going to rank the final girls. Yes. And I feel like my final girls don't really connect with the ranking of my films. A couple of mine do. Let me let me do mine first because sure. I feel like you've got yours set up better than mine. 
All right, so uh, from least favorite to favorite, it is Whitney from the remake, uh, Lori from Freddy vs. Jason, uh, Jessica from Jason Goes to Hell, Rennie from Part 8, eight. eight. and uh, Rowan from Jason X. I really like her. That's crazy you're over that high. I like her a lot. Uh, let's see, Tina from Part 7 because she's great. Megan, Part 6, right there. Uh, Pam, Part 5, because you heard that I really like Pam. Uh, yes. <laughs> um uh, Chris from part three, Dana Kimmel with the uh, sweater. Trish from part four, really like her. Adrian King, part one, fantastic, so fucking good. And then my favorite final girl is Amy Steele from part Ginny. two. Not even close. Oh, yes, Ginny. Not even close for me. I'm going from least to favorite. I'm going from least favorite to favorite as well. Rowan from 10, I feel like she makes no impression on me whatsoever. Uh, Jessica from nine. Uh, Whitney from the remake, I feel like she's not even the final girl. Nope. Then we got Rennie from eight, stupid connection with her and Jason. Yep. We got Trish uh, from four, Chris from three. I don't like that she kind of loses it at the end. Tina from seven, Lori from Freddy vs. Jason, Pam from five, Ginny from two, Alice from one, and Megan from six. Yeah, that's a great list. That's actually probably the correct list, except trade Megan with Ginny, and you honestly, that's probably better than mine. So that is my final goal ranking. Let us know. What's your, your final girl ranking? Or your is. fucking favorite Friday? Or your comment. favorite final Friday? If you listen to this, are, tweet us, comment, uh, do whatever uh, you want. Uh, at fuck. Oh my god, I hate you. Ghoul Squad FM on yeah. Twitter, Anywhere Instagram, and Facebook. And honestly, just send us a title. You don't have to say anything at all. Just send us a title. We yeah. would love to see that. We'll read it next episode. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, uh, what's crazy is between rewatching all of these films and playing the game, my world has been nothing but Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, and too. it's been amazing. Yeah. I don't want it any other way. Now that we've finished our list, uh, both, uh, of course, the franchise and then our cute little Final Girl list, uh, yeah. let's talk about what we would want to see from the franchise. I've so simple. kind of said quite a bit, so why don't you tell me what you'd like to see? Just give me Jason killing kids? That's all. I just want you, Jason you don't, killing you don't kids. Have to, you don't have to give me a reason why he's there. Nope. You don't have to give me a reason why the kids are there. Nope. Just kill kids. You don't have to make it in the snow. You don't have to make it found footage. Just give me a cool-looking Jason. Although I'll be happy. I'm so desperate, I'll take anything. I'll take I hear you. found footage, you. Jason. I'm with you. I'll I'm take with it. You. I don't care. I'm with you. Um, I would have taken that period, you know, one that uh, Mike... Was supposed to be in the 80s? Was Mike Flanagan doing it? No, 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 not Mike Flanagan. I'm drawing a blank. Well, anyways, that the one... The guy from gonna, The Signal. Yeah, take place in the 80s. That one would have been cool. Um, but honestly, I'll just take anything. On, really, like, I'm so, I'm so desperate that the remake is good to me. What's What's... What's the deal with like Victor Miller is like suing for like the rights? Some shit like that. Where they could make Friday the 13th films here in America, but without the character of Jason. Yeah. And then in other countries, those char- the character of Jason would be or in some, That or, makes no goddamn or sense. Or something like he can he can have a hockey mask, but he can't hold a machete. Or he can't have a hockey mask, but he can use a machete. Some shit he, like that. Oh. So you're being serious. I thought you were being silly. I swear to God. Oh, and then it's one a real, like thing, The lawsuit is fucked up. Um, what we didn't talk about, because I have absolutely no knowledge about it, is the TV series. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Sean Cunningham is still trying to get that done, but what... Fuck? No, 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 no. The original. Oh, right. The TV series, yeah. Um, I don't I don't know much about it. I don't know it. anything about it. I mean, I've always wanted is to watch it. Is it good? Let yeah, us know. Yeah, people say it is. Um, but the TV series he's trying to get made, Sean Cunningham... It's supposed to be like on CW or some bullshit. Here, here's my problem with it. He's saying exactly what I don't want from the film, What's which he is he's saying, yeah, and uh, the... Uh, Jason's family. We're going to learn who Jason's dad is. I don't care about Elias. And I'm like, who gives a flying fuck about that, dog? 
Don't give me any of that no, shit. Just, I just want to see him killing kids. Hundred percent. To be clear, kids are counselors or or you know teenagers or whatever, not actual children. <laughs> um, but I think that's it for our episode of the yeah. Ghoul Squad Holy podcast. Shit, that was long. Yeah, it was a long one. If you made, you're gonna have a hard time editing this. Yes, it's gonna take a long time. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Good. Oh, you know what I want to do? What do you want to do? I don't know what we're going to do for the next episode, but in the future, let's rank another big franchise. Yeah. Whether oh, it's TCM, I've already got our idea. Halloween. Our next Nightmare one should be Hellraiser. During October, we should do the Halloween franchise. Oh, that sounds perfect. Yep. So, uh, but that won't, that should not be our, oh God, I hope that's not our next episode. Right. Um, I do have a list of ideas here. Tweet us when you like. Top five scariest horror. Top five most disturbing horror. Top five spot pack films. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, that's what I got for now. I don't know what I'd go with disturbing and scary, but spot pack is good. Spot pack would be fun. Spot pack would be fun. All right. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Ghoul Squad podcast. We hope you made it this far. Um, we really appreciate anybody listening. So, you know, what, what else do we have to say? Nope, that's it. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It At- is at Ghoul Squad FM. Correct. That is at Ghoul Squad FM. Follow Correct. us anywhere. Tweet us your favorite Friday the 13th. Tweet us what you'd like to see us do next. And we should be back within a month from now. We should. We're going to get back on track here. This episode just took us a long time. Yes. So thank but you thank so you. much for having patience. Chainsaw Massacre, thank you for calling us out. Uh, and everyone else, stay ghoulish. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Ooh, that was an episode. Of-